This is a HeadGum Podcast. Want to watch this episode? Check it out on our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash doughboysmedia. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Elvis. Cher, Eminem, Caruso? These names are all trademarked, and if you don't recognize the outlier, it's because it's not Rick Caruso's talent that gave his name value, it's his empire of SoCal malls. Jump-started by the financial patronage of his father, the founder of Dollar Rent-A-Car, a young Rick Caruso grew from being a mere multimillionaire into a billionaire via an ever-expanding real estate portfolio. In 2002, he opened his signature property, Outdoor Shopping Center The Grove, a corporatist simulacrum of a walkable neighborhood with varied building architecture and a superfluous trolley, redefining the idea of the American shopping mall. The Grove was followed by a series of similar developments like the Americana at Brand and Palisades Village, targeted at moneyed Angelinos willing to pay exorbitant parking fees to choose between multiple yoga stores and Caruso's money and influence made him something of a kingmaker in local politics. And in his eyes, who better to be a king than Caruso TM himself? In February 2022, the lifelong Republican launched his quixotic mayoral run as a Democrat, using his own war chest to blanket the city with campaign ads advocating for more cops and a small business bill of rights, and heavily leaning on his backing from celebrities. And so, in May of 2022, the Rick Caruso for Mayor of Los Angeles campaign released an endorsement ad from Academy Award-winning actor and New Age scam goddess Gwyneth Paltrow. While Paltrow's endorsement was vague, Caruso's steadfast support within the city's elite seems rooted in what was once called limousine liberalism, and perhaps now more accurately, Tesla liberalism, an outward championing of optics-friendly ideals like diversity and inclusion— but whose actual priorities are increasing their home valuations and decreasing their tax burdens. But while there may be more than enough rich residents to patronize Caruso's shopping centers, there were not enough to stuff the ballot boxes, and he lost in the runoff after spending by some reports over $80 million of his own money. As for Paltrow, her own retail empire of wellness tonics, crystals, and horny candles has survived being a punchline and vastly expanded its bottom line, adding a ghost kitchen around the time the Caruso campaign shit the bed. With a food program led by esteemed fine dining chef Kim Floresca, the offshoot now has five outlets for takeout and delivery, serving the city's wealthiest and most exclusive zip codes, not coincidentally where Caruso voters clustered. Because fortunately for Paltrow, Caruso, and the rest of the city's richest, the candidate who won the race, current mayor Karen Bass, 
also sucks. And the growing income striation that enables this ruinous New Age Gilded Age continues unabated. This week on Doughboys, Goop Kitchen. Welcome to Doughboys, the podcast about chain restaurants. I'm Nick Weiger, along with my co-host, David Lunch's Red Velvet, David the Spoon Man, Mike Velvet. Mitchell. <laughs> Instead of blue. David Lunch's critically acclaimed Red Velvet. Mm-hmm. Thanks from Stevie, RoastedBirdFuck.com. Thanks, Stevie. Wow, you used it from the, the Roast bird. Is this Was this? Oh, no, it's, this is fake. You're lying. I'm saying that's the address to send it in, roastedbirdfuck.com. Yeah, but that wasn't from that one. It probably came from the old pool of emails because of when we're re- recording this chronologically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And your hair reveal, it's looking good today. Thanks, buddy. Yeah. Are you a, uh, I'm kind of hair twins with our guest, which we'll get to. Are yeah. you Are you a David Lynch guy? You like David Lynch? I'm a, a little, like... More than our guest, you look, uh, you, you look a little more uh, zone of interesty, I guess you could say. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. That's a good movie. That's a good movie. Yes, <laughs> I, I want to be in a good movie. Uh, what, what did you ask me? Sorry. This is the kind of thing that would be going on in, in the zone of interest. Like two guys recording a podcast about Gwyneth Paltrow's chain <laughs> ghost kitchen. Atrocities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stones throw away. Uh, wait, what was, your, what was your actual question? Sorry. Are you a David Lynch guy? I mean, Mulholland yeah, Drive, I great like, movie. I, yeah, I like, I like Lynch quite a bit. Yeah. Um, you, and, did you, were you a fan of Twin Peaks? See, this is the thing. I've never seen Twin Peaks. Oh, Everyone like says, like, gotta, wa- gotta watch Twin Peaks. But like, just anytime it's like a, a TV show I gotta commit to, mm-hmm. I'm, uh, I don't know. It's, it's just a big, it's a big thing. Yeah. It's like, it's much bigger than watching a movie. I'm much more like, it's, it's part of the reason I'm a bigger movie guy than a TV guy. I think you'd like it a lot. I think you should watch it. I've heard good things. I'm sure I would love it, but you I've never start seen it. start with the movie. I have seen the movie. That's the only thing I've seen is Twin Peaks Firewalk with me. You know what's funny? I haven't seen the movie. Good movie. Oh, great. <laughs> I gotta watch the movie. Good movie. Anyway, yeah. Uh, happy Monday, Wags. Happy Monday, Mitch. Shirley Manson is somewhere smiling ear to ear because mm-hmm. it is a rainy day here it's a in rainy LA. Day in LA, I got myself uh, the China sweatshirt. Very cool. Did you not notice that when I came? I in? did see it. Yeah, you've been there. This is a this is a restaurant. This is a bar mm-hmm. in Quincy, Massachusetts. I've been to the China. Yeah, I bought one when I was back there, and I did a thing that was like stupid. You know how you get like people a round of drinks? Yeah. I was like, like I was like, everyone, I'll, I'll get you a sweatshirt. So I bought like four sweatshirts, five sweatshirts. That's fun. No, it was stupid. It was so much money. I didn't realize <laughs> it. It was a lot to do. If you buy like the shirt or the the any of the apparel you buy at the restaurant, it's mm-hmm. always like vastly inflated. I remember I bought a, a hat at Ruby Snap, which I still wear. This was a, a mm-hmm. cookie restaurant in Salt Lake City we went to on tour, and it was like thirty dollars. Like this is absurd. Thirty dollars for a hat. Yeah. Yeah. You haven't said that since uh, Kevin was. Is that what it was? Was was the Kevin James pop up movie? It was movies. Right? It wasn't the Kevin James pop? I'd love to have a Kevin James pop up. Let's, let's have a Hitchburger. Why not? Oh shit, Kevin. What's his name? The other fat Kevin. Kevin Smith. <laughs> Kevin Smith. Yeah, they both look great. Yeah, he is. I think he is skinny now. He right? did. He lost yeah. a lot of weight. But Mo- it, that was movies. It movies. Was the movies burger was, or the chicken sandwich. Oh, it was the food that was? Yeah, $30. the food was thirty dollars. Oh Absurd. Wasn't there wasn't there Kevin Smith cruise we were we were gonna do the the yeah the View Askew cruise? 
I, we're not going to do it, but I was just saying, like, wouldn't it be funny if we did do it? It would be funny, yeah. and I think we should do it. We're not going to do it. All right. Not going to well. get on a cruise ship. Uh, what we are going to do, Mitch, is you're going to play your drop, and then we get a little bit of business. Oh, we're, we oh, we're, uh, you're, okay, I didn't know if you were going to do the business first. No, let's play the drop, and then we'll get to All right. our business. Hello, to Spoon Nation. Emma, hit him with a drop. I, I mean, I kind of did my own drops just by singing. <laughs> Eat a levy brace, it's gonna be right. a really bad day. That sounds like you're doing an uh like an Adam Sandler impression. <laughs> that was couple, fun. Good drop. A couple things. One, we've just been notified about copyright stuff. We got an email from Anya here at Headgum. And that, that was we've like the be most conscious of copyright on <laughs> That was basically it... when the levy breaks. It was one of those <laughs> it was. It was like a it was one of those emails that like we like is like, hey, this is for everybody, but it's just like, hey, just so you know, like the toilets at Headgum clog easily, you know, just telling all the podcasts that record at Headgum. They should know that. Uh, it was the same sort of email that we have to be conscious of copyright. So if you are submitting a drop out there to drops at birdfuck.com, royalty free is a way you could get to the top yeah. of the stack. I don't know. We're talking I think it's also fair I think it's also it's... fair use because it's parody and you're reinterpreting if something. You use so probably a song, but I'm use just saying it like ten set you you know, just use yeah, a use, snippet use, of use it. Put stuff over. Keep there. the drop short, which helps it to be uh, even to begin with. He but like also the drops. He was hoping that you that... I love the drops. I'm saying like keep them short. And that, which helps both sides of the issue. We're not taking up too much time with a drop, but mm-hmm. then also we are not going to run in a foul of copyright lawyers. I've, I've done myself a disservice because uh, when the levy breaks, a nice song by Led Zeppelin. Yeah, uh, it's my alarm. So off. So like when I hear it, oh, it like you know, you've got it, a negative association a negative with it. Associ- Except I do do the like uh, I do the wake up alarm. You know how Apple has like a, it's like do 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 do. You know that little yeah. song. Copyrighted. Oh shit. <laughs> That song, someone let's inlay a joke over that or something if we can. <laughs> yeah. When I was singing it, uh, that well, it's gonna be a bad joke. I'm realizing <laughs> uh, that so, that that's the song that wakes me up now, and I, I that and it doesn't bother me. They do a good job with it because it's a nice light song that you hear. As as far as drop material go, I, goes, wise, we gotta we gotta we gotta get to some business first. Yes, yeah. But I uh, I I was looking at uh, wait. Did you care to set that in? <sighs> okay. Hey, Mitch, Nick, DK, Emma, and Amelia. Here's a little drop featuring Mitch's vocals from way back on the Andrew T episode in 2019. Wow. I had to adjust so the tempo. So we did the Popeye's chicken sandwich. That is when we did the Popeye's chicken sandwich, I think. I, I think. have no idea. I don't remember. I that had to right. adjust the tempo a little bit, but otherwise, I think Mitch's rendition is pretty good. Wishing you all a great 2024. Steve in Ontario, Canada. Professor Steve on the uh, dose scored. Thanks, Steve. Uh, yeah, you think thank he's an you, actual Steve. professor? Or is that stolen valor? There's no fucking way. <laughs> he's on the dose score. You think he's an actual professor? <laughs> Maybe uh, his wife's a professor. Yeah, his wife is probably a professor. He uses that title. Yeah, um, <laughs> that makes me a professor too because my wife is one. Doesn't cool man. Surprising. I think surprisingly, yes. Surprising amount of our Discord server is married. Feel pretty to much more successful spouses. Um, um, I was gonna say Emma yeah. also uh, was just holding up. She, she 
she you've gone full Mitch. She was just holding up the thing from her phone. <laughs> she was playing the drop from her phone. There's something happening on my laptop that would have affected the audio. Oh, if I that's it, what it, from is. My it worked out great. That's it sounded it great. We heard it. We heard I liked it. it. Clear, I yeah. like that you were pulling a Mitch. Yeah. Uh, Maybe I, I'll keep doing it. I, I I found something. I was looking at dead. You should keep doing it. I, I was looking at dead uh, cats. My my dead cats. Whoa! I wasn't looking at them dead. <laughs> I was looking at my cats from the past. Okay. They're dead now. Uh, Remembering cats that you've loved and pet. Zip and Buster. Yes, past. I was like I, like I was having like an emotional thing last night, and I found a video of me, and I actually lived in L.A. at this time, but I want to play it for you after we get to business because it is it's it's insane. It's a video of you with Buster? Yes, but I just, it, it's about my voice. Do you have it queued up? I mean, I can get it queued up. Do you want to send it to Do you want to do it now? Send, send, no, let's do, let's do it later, but like send, send it up and we can get it on the big screen. Okay. So we can all watch well, it. I, I, it. You don't have to, the video isn't as important as much as the sound is. So I'm going to pull a Mitch. Okay. But, but once you, once you well, hear Well, then just it. play it now. <laughs> but I, it's about how I sound. And I, it actually like blew me away a little bit. Your voice was probably a different pitch. Is that what we're, or we should just hear it. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Here, this is it. That might be it. <laughs> I sound like Peter Griffin. You, you, I was going to say your Boston accent is so strong. Come here. You sound very Boston and much more higher pitched. Come here. I sound like Peter Griffin. <laughs> you do sound very Peter Griffin-esque. <laughs> I used to sound like Peter Griffin. Yeah. I thought it was crazy. I guess you don't give a shit. No, I'm just like, yeah. You kind of say, I mean, I've heard your accent come out, though, in different contexts. I set it up as too big. You set it up like it was going to be a bigger thing than it was. I thought I was pretty you... big. I sound like a different person. But we, I just, it wasn't, there wasn't much substance to the clip is the thing. I think you kind of oversold a little bit. Basta, come here. Basta, That's what I sound here. like. Basta. I sound like a fucking Basta, different come guy. Here. Basta, come here. Basta, come here. Lois, Basta's not coming. I sound like <laughs> Peter Griffin. You don't care that much. No, I liked it. Is it possible the cat knew you from back then and you were trying to sort of like <laughs> oh yeah show that you hadn't changed <laughs> i think i did live in la at that point which i think is the crazy thing about it and i think maybe i was back in quincy and that's what it is because I, when i've heard when i've been with you in quincy and when you've been around your friends and family the the accent comes out you code switch a little i don't bit. sound like that though anyways <laughs> what's into look i said to do it after the, this poor guy who's sitting here waiting for us to introduce him yeah it's good this is going to work out great because our special guest we have before we get to our actual guest for this episode, uh, who's also being very patient with us, is our Doughboys ad Chad Killian. Wow. Congratulations, Killian. Great to talk with you. Thank you, Weiger. Uh, thank you, Mitch. I, I really appreciate the recognition. Um, wow. You know, I've, I just went out and bought my partner uh, a fine pocket watch uh, as a present. Um, so I'm, I'm really excited to see what, uh, what she's going to do with it. Um, wow. Uh, I love that. Is that a, is that a gift of the Magi reference? No, no, I, I, I don't know what you're talking about. It's something, okay. something different. Uh, we have to ask because we tried to, to drill it down. I guess Alan Tudyk, who is the headshot in your background on your tableau here? So that, uh, that is an autographed picture of Pat Sajak, uh, Pat which Sajak. I, yeah, <laughs> I did come into possession of this. Uh, I didn't seek it out on my own. This was yeah. given to me. Uh, a supervisor of mine was leaving their office, uh, very quickly. They had, they'd gotten a job offer and they're just like, I'm out of here. I'm gone. 
Uh, and they just handed me a manila envelope, asked me to check what was in there. I opened it and it was that. Um, and she let me keep it. So there it remains on my wall. Um, and I think the, the thing he even signed is kind of mean. It's like uh, a, a great attention span or something. <laughs> is it to you or is no, it just generic? No. It's a Got generic it. one. It's one of a thousand, yeah. I'm sure. And you don't, just because we're like making you part of the Doughboys brand, you don't agree with Pat Sajak's politics, right? Um, only only one part of them, but I'm not going to clarify what that is. <laughs> that's, up, that's for you. Yeah. Our, our guest did guess that it was Bill Maher on the wall, which did make us nervous. You thought this was Club Random? <laughs> the, 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 Mar, the Mars in the bathroom. That's for you. <laughs> well, congratulations on being Ad Chad. Also, tisk tisk. Three other people aren't ad chat, and that's kind of your fault as well. Yeah, you feel you should feel uh, you should a little feel guilty a bad, for that. Yeah. Heavy as the head that wears the crown, and all that. They they do a Highlander thing. They got it. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we are going to get you a new mic, and we are going to hear your voice at the end of this episode, reading our promos uh, for the month of February. You will be doing that all month long. So we're very very thrilled to have you. Congratulations, congrats, uh, and great pipes, buddy. Yeah. Thank you, thank you, and uh, have a great episode, everyone. Thank you, thank, thank you, bud. You. Thanks, well, thanks, Killian. It's gonna be bad, but yeah, it's know, gonna be bad. Not because of our guests, because of us. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Killian. Start off with the Buster bullshit. Hey, Mitch, from Killian to killing it. Wow. On Peacock, our guest today, Luke Del Tredici. Hi, Luke. Thanks so much for being here. Hey, thank you, guys. Thanks for being really here. really appreciate yeah, this. thank you for being here. We were clarifying your last name pronunciation before we started because I've heard it a few different ways. Um, and your the way you said for us is that your name rhymes with cheddar cheese. Del Cheddar Cheese, yeah. It's... Um, that's, right, Del Cheddar Cheese. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, um, it's, the problem is that it, it should... Tredici means 13 in Italian. Um, wow. wow. Yeah, the name means of the 13. We that There's a clear right way to pronounce it, and it's not the way my family chooses to pronounce it. And it's like a fight I have a lot with my wife as to whether or not I can be mispronouncing my own name or not. Right. Um, and she's like insistent that I am, and I feel like that that sucks of her. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> you know, we choose- By the way, that's the Quincy experience for me because we we say Quincy and everyone's like, Quincy. But the <laughs> Quincy family, I mean, like the Quincy's supposedly pronounce- Yeah, you guys know. We know. We, we, we know. We get it. I think you can say your own name however you want. We that, give people the leeway to say say their own name and also to call themselves whatever they want. We well, just go along with that. Interestingly, like, so my wife has now spent 11 years working on my, I have twin daughters who are 11 and she's, they have the last name and she's committed to getting them to say it in a different way than it's always been said in the family. Oh yeah. my God. And so it's really like, there's actual, there's tension. <laughs> like, wow. A little bit of like, you know, jockeying back and forth. Um, That's very funny. It's I, all, it all feels very disrespectful. Um, <laughs> our buddy, our buddy Ryan Stanger of the uh, the Great Action Boys podcast, I'm mm-hmm. wearing their merch today, which is why I'm thinking of it. But he has his he says his name Stanger, and people call him Stanger. But apparently, a lot of his family says Stanger, like danger. Yeah, Stanger. Yeah, that was. That oh, was, we heard that, that out. Was a I was crazy reveal. He, he just chose to go in a different direction. I don't no, know. He, how just, much he never really going, corrects people. Yeah, I think he I says think correct people. And just sort of which I feel like it. you also don't. Like right, you kind of yeah, because people can't pronounce it anyway, so there's no point in it. But I haven't tried. (laughs) I don't know if you noticed. I've never tried. (laughs) I always wonder if my name shows up on a TV show or whatever, how I feel like people picture Mario or something, you know, (laughs) 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 it's so, it's so, um, 
I, I went the other day to a, in Highland Park in Los Angeles, there's this thing called the, um, Gara, it's like the Garibaldina Society. It's an Italian social club. Um, and a friend of mine invited me and I think they saw my name on the roster and were very excited to like, for me to show up and essentially be a 75 year old, you know, like <laughs> Italian, Italian man hunched over in a suit. And I, I, I really let a lot of people down and they want to talk to me about Italy and it's just, there's. I have nothing. Well, the name is very, so it's, it means of the 13 or 13? It means of the 13. What does that, what the hell does that mean? Is it like a, is it like a, is it a regal? apostles? I think there's, oh. there's two things I've heard. The One 12? was like my, my great grandmother was an orphan, was like mm -hmm. dropped off at, at like, was like found on the street or something. And there was some sense that she might've been on like, they didn't bother giving the orphans names. She was just the 13th bed, but that seems oh, crazy. Wow. There's no way that's true. Yeah. That's like, they gave the orphans names. Like, yeah. <laughs> it would be insane to raise a child to 18 and have them be like, still just, <laughs> just give them a number. I think that there were towns maybe outside of Rome, didn't always have names and were sort of mm, numbered by the sure. town that they were outside of Rome. Mm -hmm. But even that seems false because I think then you'd there'd be more there'd be more like of the of the ninth on the of the eighth and there right. doesn't seem to be a lot of that I now I, I give uh, Italians a hard time on the podcast <laughs> we've heard this uh, but a, a, a beautiful uh beautiful country have you have you visited <laughs> actually I believe it I, I saw <laughs> I saw you at I saw you at LAX were you coming from Italy I was coming from France. France. Okay. Wow. Yeah, that's true. We did run into each other at LAX. Yes, I've been to Italy. So you're right. It's a wonderful country. Yeah. <laughs> it's a really great point. A good observation. <laughs> it's a really nice country. Yeah, I give it a hard time. And, and a lot of people, you know, obviously disagree with you. And they and but you're <laughs> a lot of people hate Italy. Yeah, everyone is just um, no. I have no connection to Italy at all. It's it's like the name is the only Italian thing about me, and mm -hmm. um, it's. You don't have sauce? You don't have a Sunday sauce or a gravy? Like no one in your family did that or anything like that? Or My grandmother was like, my grandfather, who was the only Italian, um, real Italian member, died when I was very, very little. So I only knew my grandmother. So she was German. So like I, I all of our like, all of our family dishes are sort of German actually inspired yeah, and then okay. like occasionally a tomato thrown in, but it's really not, um, there's nothing. Yeah. Um, oh. And I'm from Boston, but it was like, all I, I feel like I only knew Irish people. Yeah, um, you know, which is a you know that's mostly what's there. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> there were a lot of Italians somewhere, but not in yeah. not in like my town. The North um, End. Wow, well, you've been to the North I know End. There, I've been to the North End. Yeah, I know the North End. Uh, I, I want to ask you about Italy and food a little bit because yeah. like here's a, here's another thing I think people say about Italy: great food country. Um, <laughs> do you have any food memories? Feels like you're kind of making fun of my. No, thing. I'm just saying like it's an observation some people have had. Any food memories from, from going Italy. to Italy? Yeah. The food's fine. I don't know. I, I, <laughs> I this is crazy. Are we supposed to be talking about Italy this much? Um, <laughs> I didn't prep. <laughs> the, uh, yeah, the, it was good. The pasta was really good. Yeah. You know, I, I mean. What do you think of Italian politics? Because <laughs> we love Berlusconi here. Yes. I, yeah. He's great. Yeah. <laughs> All right. It seems great. I, I think it's a remarkable how little I know about Italian politics. They yeah. seem like I should know more, and I honestly don't. Couldn't tell you a thing about what's going on in Italy post Berlusconi. They have they have like an overtly fascist uh, president. Yeah, right now. that's all I know. Um, and then one last thing before we yeah, move yeah. out of Italy: uh, Pope ranking. Uh, how do you how <laughs> Wags? 
I think I go. First, you want to rank all of them? I want to. No, I mean like your top three, maybe. I think I go New Pope one. Uh huh. Young Pope two. <laughs> okay. And then uh, I don't know. The, the one of the two popes. Yeah, the, the one, of the, <laughs> one of the two popes. I think it's like some recency <laughs> bias entering there. You're kind of like forgetting like the Pope Piuses of the world, but you know that's fine. I feel like the 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 two popes maybe would make my my. I mean, I know they could I, both be in the top. They'd three? be in the top three just because yeah. the movie. I don't. Wait, that but would you give them guys. one slot? Because you know sometimes people will be like, like uh, I, I would put Godfather one and two, where the Godfather trilogy is one slot in the Sight and Sound yeah. poll. And I'm like, get the fuck out of here. Pick one movie. I am gonna do that. The two popes get the slot. Exactly, the first slot. Exactly the kind of shit you would do. Uh, I want to. <laughs> I want to go back to. Uh, I want to go back to your name because you got a Dell in it. Yeah, and we don't encounter that often. Um, we reviewed Del Taco last week and the other big Del brand, Del Monte. Do yeah. you have a any affection for Del Taco or Del Monte? And were you ever like eating Del Taco or like uh, just a thing you could say like, I'm more like Luke Del Taco? <laughs> well, no, okay. I've actually never had Del Taco. Wow. I know people like, wow. that's very upsetting. Wow. I feel no affinity to it. No, I'm not pissed. I'm just, I'm surprised. You guys like Del Taco more than... You- he loves Del. Yeah, I do love Del Taco. We had kind like of a too. we had kind of a mid outing last week. Yeah, it's unfortunately, just yeah. last week, you just last gave, week's episode. Yeah, you gave it five forks. Still, yeah, I give it five forks. Um, no, I, I do wonder if I'd grown up here with Del Tacos because they aren't on the East Coast. If people yeah. would have made that connection for me, and it would be a thing I hate. But as it is, it's never come up. Wow, no one's ever said Luke Del Taco or Luke Del Monte. You're the first. Why? That's wild. Wow. I don't think I've, I, I've got to be honest. I can't say I've ever had Del Monte, what, fruit cups? They're like, yeah, they're like canned fruits and vegetables. It's they're not pop- very exciting. Is Del Monte, when I, was in, in, when I was in Costa Rica, they hate, maybe they hate Dole. They might hate Dole. <laughs> the they company, maybe, they, yeah. They, oh, yeah, they, yeah. They, they hate, like, the, there is, the company's, like, evil. Or, right, well, whatever like, the fruit cabal was that, like, mm-hmm. you know, funded the totalitarian government or whatever, whatever the, the country's tortured politics are. To go back to the Pope rankings, does Father Guido Sarducci count as one of the Pope? Was it, can you put him in the Pope ranking? I think the issues with him are he's not a Pope. Yeah, yeah, he's um, like a big one. Yeah. And then also like just fictional. I think is the yeah. Other thing. I guess that's those the are other two one. strikes yeah. against him. Well, but several of the other popes were fictional. I guess the young Pope and the new Pope are both fictional. So. <laughs> All right, so Guido Sarducci <laughs> so, yeah, number just one. one. Yeah, he's <laughs> <laughs> my first. <laughs> I mean, but this is also like your problem with lists. There are sometimes where people are like, we'll put a movie in a list of best TV shows, or yeah. you know, so put a. I don't know what father was he anything he was just a priest. Um he was a yeah, he would just priest. Gets his head turned around backwards in Casper, I believe. <laughs> he's uh, in Casper? He's in Casper for a second. When I watched Guido Wait, but he's he's playing the Guido Sarducci character in Casper. In Casper I have yes. completely memory hold this. When I see when I think about Guido Sarducci, this is mean, should I say it? My first thought is like, was comedy much easier like 30 years ago? <laughs> I mean, I'm not doing a good job with comedy now anyway. Right. But I'm saying like uh like to be like, I'm an Italian priest guy, you know. I it mean it is kind of amazing I'm being how reductive much of what he is, I guess, but I I don't know the actor really. at all, but it's kind of amazing how much <laughs> mileage he got out of that character. That he was just like a fiction like I remember seeing that guy on TV for like twenty years. Yeah. And just a guy playing a character of like a, an Italian, a, an Italian priest. priest. <laughs> There's nothing like that now, right? That like, no, yeah, where like free floating characters just pop from franchise to franchise, or yeah, yeah, no, no, I can't really That's, think of it. I mean, like Larry a, the Cable Guy, honestly, oh, is kind cable, of that. he was Larry the, the cable, last one, and huh? he plays Larry like in every movie he's been in, the character's been named Larry, except for the Cars movies. I, I have a, I always think when I hear anything about Larry the Cable Guy, my wife, um, like. She lived in France for a while, and she's from Los Angeles, but she had, like, moved to France for a good long period. And during that time, 
the sort of blue collar comedy tour thing had happened and right. Larry the Cable Guy had become a success. And then she moved back from France right as the movie Larry the Cable Guy Health Inspector was coming out. Oh, yeah. But she didn't have the <laughs> like frame of reference to know that his name was Larry the Cable Guy. And that title, she was like, couldn't figure out what the movie was possibly about. <laughs> the title, Larry the Cable Guy Health Inspector, if you don't know that that's his name. I think about that all the time, of like, just like staring at the poster, trying to figure out what the premise of the movie could possibly be. A guy who has two jobs? All right. There's um, a great Larry the Cable Guy clip where he's talking about cars. Oh, yeah, he gets emotional. It's like he gets emotional. And now it's like on TikTok with like, sentimental music behind it but is it's he great like, are we supposed to like is he, do we like him now has he had like a actually there's something noble about him like Guy Fieri style I don't know I don't know anything I don't know. I about think him yes. I think the answer is yes I, right? th- I think you can I think he seems very human in that moment because he's talking about like wow this is what it, you still rarely see someone grapple with like what it feels like to have success and he, yeah. and it's just and, and having like a true gratefulness for that you know mm-hmm. um, so I think that that clip is very humanizing I don't know anything about him as a man you know? yeah I've never enjoyed any Dan of Whitney, his I think, is the the actor. Content, but I've never seen Cars, and I know that you really like Cars. Oh, you should get to watch Cars. Are you really like Cars? I don't know if I love Cars, but I think they're like fun movies. If you were to guess Nick's age based off his favorite restaurant is Del Taco, and he loves Cars <laughs> and the Minions and the Minions. <laughs> Uh, but Cars three star uh, Cruz Ramirez. Yes, we, we had on the, on the show. Cristela, yeah. Frank Cristela. Uh, let's let's talk a little bit about Boston because you are from Boston. Oh yeah. Um, so yeah, baby. <laughs> first off, I and and you better not treat us like Italy. You like Boston, right? <laughs> I, I mean, I really don't like Boston. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a great place. I, I'm not. Look, I'm not from Boston proper. I, I'm from Watertown, which is like a sort of nothing um, suburb. Mm-hmm. I think Watertown is like a weird. It's sandwiched in between. Newton, Cambridge, Belmont, these sort of fancier suburbs. And we always felt more working class, but we're not like Boston, the town working class or Quincy, like Mm -hmm. where we get to sort of like, I don't know, luxuriate in the the, the sort of self-mythologizing about working class Boston tough guys. We're just sort of like a shitty, shitty, sad place without any remarkable features, except for like, there was a armory that made munitions for the That's right. military until I was okay. in high school. Yeah. And now it's a mall. Interesting. Um, what, why is it what called Why is it called Watertown? On the river. Oh. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know. Makes sense. Tracks. It's, yeah. The the same thing happened to the the you know there 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 used to be a, a, a naval base in Long Beach and when they did all those base closures like that got turned into a shopping center so it's just it's what happens with everyone. Watertown it's had like, it's like what the what the American economy has become. Watertown like had economy. two malls that were like two of the big malls in the area and they were mm. across the street and now they've been turned into insanely. I, I guess they were indoor malls and yeah. like lots of indoor malls they've they they haven't worked and now one of them has been turned into. And a big outdoor mall, which mm-hmm. is crazy in Massachusetts. And it's like they all think that it's Los Angeles and it's the Grove and that what everyone wants. It is, is the a- most popular. Derby Street is one of them. There's a couple of like a, of these big outdoor malls. I was just there, which- though, and it's fucking freezing cold. And yes. you have to go outside constantly to walk from place to place. And it's raining all the time because it's Boston. And it's. Yeah. It's insane that they've chosen to do that. The nice indoor mall was great. Yeah, it's, and they, and and they, it's it's only used the like you know it's like November, December, and January or when it's like the most used. Yeah, 
Jemmy also snored, by the way. You. I want to make snore? she snored on my leg. I want to make it clear because it sounded like I maybe shit my pants. <laughs> so I want to be clear. <laughs> Jemmy would have left the couch if that happened. There's so many people on our Reddit who'll be like, Did you hear like a burp or a fart like during an episode? It's like that doesn't happen. Yeah. No, I We're not like and if it did, I would have cut it out. So yes. I think they're burping and farting and they're just <laughs> That's, yeah, they're just hearing it. themselves. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Um, but they're like, so I just wanted to, they will put on Reddit, did you hear a burp or a fart? Like they actually want, what are they hoping to get out of posting that? That's a great question. It's a great question. I don't know what they're getting out of being on the Doughboys <laughs> subreddit anyways, or I Or listening to the podcast for that. Minute. That's also true. Yeah, in a broader sense. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I've I think come around on those Reddit nuts. They're fun. I think they, uh, well- Speak for yourself. I, I think the I think there is a like a, a an urge to be like I'm the person who spotted something or yeah, I yeah. got him like I, I fucking got him because I think there's also an element of fandom now which is kind of like honestly to some degree kind of how I listen to Bill Simmons which mm-hmm. is kind of like like how much do you like this person or how much are you just used to their personality how much do you agree with their takes and how much are you just sort of like this is something that I'm just used to hear having in my ears and so I think there are some people who maybe don't like us. And are made, but still are just habituated to listening to Doughboys, yeah, so they're oh, looking yeah, for reasons yeah, yeah. to get us. There's you know? oh, there's plenty that don't like us. Yeah. If you look at it, there's many who don't like us all, yeah. like all the time. Yeah, and like comment every week. I'm like, why are you doing this? <laughs> I think I've said that to some of them. Like, why are you doing this? Because yeah. you were reading the comments. Right? Yeah, I guess why they're it, doing. Yeah, it. I guess that's probably. I feel a part like of it's reason why. probably like a like a Batman Joker thing where you you they sort of exist. You guys exist in in tandem that you both need each other i guess like batman joker but like penguin and fatter penguin <laughs> <laughs> there was like a there was a website from the early days of the internet called the gaff squad where people would post gaffs from tv like mm. the continuity gaffs from tv shows uh, and i yeah. used to really like that um and i guess that's the same thing of like yeah, watching a show and being sure. like the glove moved hands switched hands you know or like his drink this level of wine went down two inches and then like writing a whole long paragraph about it to like I, which IMDb is the goof section yeah, the is goof. still uh goofs and gaffs. I'll sometimes I'll peruse the goof section of IMDb. Oh, it's yeah. fun. I'll take a look in there. Just peruse, can you just look can you do you, does that mean you have to like physically walk around or no? No, you can no, peruse. Right. Yeah, no, you can good. I, I said it right. Peruse right, with your eyes. I second guessing myself. <laughs> you were thinking of. I think a lot of times people think of perusing. They think of like going through LPs at a record store, mm-hmm. just sort of like a little bit, a little bit tactile. But you're still using your your eyes. Well, you bring up a good point. I mean, well, you you remind me of something. I, mm-hmm. I was at the South Shore Plaza, which okay, is yeah. still an indoor plaza. It's also where um, uh, Paul Blart Mall Cop was shot. Yeah, which is a much easier title to understand. Is and, that set in Boston? I don't think it is set in Boston. I think it is was just shot at the South Shore Plaza, but I don't yeah, think. Yeah, where it, is that set? Feels like it's Jersey. And maybe it's. I've seen it's, it. I could see Kevin James saying it has to be Jersey yeah, or something. Got it. Yeah, uh, but he's not New Jersey. Doesn't care. It enough, is New Jersey. Care wow. About the state to film there. To film there, yes. <laughs> I feel like we it was the ta- we had tax breaks at that. Yeah, yeah, of course. The Massachusetts tax breaks, but I think now have they don't because they they don't do as many productions anymore. There, no, because right? they I think. It, what always happens with those tax breaks is that states offer them to just pay millions of dollars to the movie studios with the thought that we will establish a local community, a local like industry, and we'll give people, we'll set up the whole infrastructure and we'll build up crews. And then the studios will love making things here so much that when we remove the tax breaks, 
they'll of course stay because it's such a pleasant experience to film in the city of Boston or New Orleans or Vancouver. And the second they remove the tax breaks, the companies are like, fucking see you later. Yeah, Yeah. we'll chase the other. Yeah, and we'll just go to to Pittsburgh or North Carolina. And it's, it's 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 a disaster for, I mean, you shot in New Orleans. I know New Orleans had a, New Orleans had tax breaks and then like remove them because they were like they were the biggest production hub in the u.s for a while and they were Mm. like we absolutely don't need to be paying writing 10 million dollar checks left and right to you know warner brothers and disney and they removed the tax breaks and just all production stopped in new orleans Uh, till they like came back i mean i i was gonna say like on their you know knees begging which makes them sound the city of New Orleans. <laughs> really, really sad, but I think Please, they had... Hollywood wouldn't eat. Well, yeah. I was trying to <laughs> no. buy you accent. But they do. I think well, they... gators are starving. <laughs> gotta come back. Look at how skinny the gator is. <laughs> gator looks like a snake. <laughs> it is a snake. Oh. <laughs> they run off. That's a, a kind of trick you play down here in the bayou. <laughs> now show me your titties, you get some bees. <laughs> Are you the mayor? <laughs> yeah, I want to yeah, see them titties. <laughs> uh, let's not wait. Let, I I, I want to talk about a, a killing it a little bit because a snake-centered show. Um, have you eaten snake? Yeah, but only like fried rattlesnake bites. What what was it? What was the context for this? And where was it? Before I, the show, I like I like the idea of you being like before the show starts. I want to eat snake. Yeah. No, it was like as I I feel like it was some like Boston. Like Tex Mex Cantina oh, or something oh, okay, that, like, okay. as a kid had rattlesnake, yeah. uh, you know, and I'm sure it was like had been frozen for it's not like a local snake. I'm sure it was, you know, it was like a novelty <laughs> and it, it was served with barbecue sauce or whatever. No, that's when I've had snake, and I think it's, I think, remember it being in sausage form. Rattlesnake is a sausage. Yeah, I think I might have had rattlesnake sausage too, yeah, but it yeah. doesn't, it's not particularly distinct. No, yeah, that's what when I went to the Buckhorn Exchange, that was, uh, that's what I. That's that's in in Colorado. It's in yeah. Denver. It's like a very old restaurant, and that's the first time I had rattlesnake. When so, I first moved, is that out one here. of those places that has like what are the the thing they call uh, Rocky the, Mountain oysters. Yeah, Rocky Mountain oysters. Yeah, they yeah. do. And my dad was like, my to my sister and I was like, you should try the Rocky Mountain oysters. And I was like, all right, what are they like? Some sort of balls or something. Like yeah. I, like I knew immediately that it was something <laughs> bad, and we didn't get them, but we did have the rattlesnake, and it was it was pretty good. It was decent, but that a people, fine meat. People watching the show, the show is based on a real, uh, that it was a real thing, basically, yeah, right? Yeah, there are these, I mean, the the show is, if people haven't seen it, which would be crazy because it's like a huge success. Um, I'll be very but, mad if <laughs> listeners of our of our show haven't watched Check it. Check it out on yeah. Peacock. Um, but uh, it is, the state of Florida has this huge problem with like people's, the ex- people who bought exotic pets bought these giant Burmese pythons in South Florida didn't realize how big they get because they can get to be 10, 12, 15, 17 feet long and mm-hmm. weigh hundreds of pounds. And people just were like, well, the natural thing is there's swamps here. We'll drop them off in the swamps. And the snakes right. just are complete apex apex predators. And there's like, they eat every single thing. Nothing eats them. And they just have like, they've devoured some crazy percentage of all life in the Everglades. There's these amazing recordings you can hear from, 30 years ago, people just made audio recordings of like what the Everglades sound like at night. They just put a microphone in the middle of the swamp and then what it sounds like now. And it's so much quieter because every, like all these, it's like all birds, animals, eat like insects, it's all gone. It's like a wow. lifeless swamp with, with, Jesus. with hundreds of thousands of snakes and nothing else. And there are hundreds of thousands of them. Um, yeah. 
and they are the state has these like uh they start holding these sort of like year round they pay people to kill the snakes and then every year for the last 12 or 13 years they've had the python bowl where basically like snake hunters from around the world can come and compete for a weekend to see who can kill the most snakes the winner the first year got an atv now it's like a cash prize <laughs> it was and it is like it's unbelievable yeah. and 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 the, and killing them is like an incredibly brutal thing where you walk out and you like cut the snake's head off right and and they these pythons don't they bite you but they aren't venomous they're they're constrictors so they kind of just like bite you and start strangling you as you try to lop its head off and Jesus. it's just like it's all it's it's crazy, but it is also like I, they're genuinely so scary. And this, the fact that I always like cling to um, is this is there's like there are hundreds of thousands of snakes, but they've started mating with another kind of another kind of species of python, the Burmese ones, which are which are most prevalent. And this this other kind of python is like less um, resistant to cold. And so it's like slowly allowing them to have to expand there. Cause the only reason they're really stuck in Florida is they hate the cold. So they have to sort of be in the swamps down there. But now they're like the habitat where they can, where they can live is getting bigger and bigger. And they think that they will be these snakes in New York city by the year 2100. They think these will be the dominant. <laughs> the, I think they think it'll be the, the single dominant piece of wildlife in America is going to be like 20 foot snakes. It's really and and the funny thing is they are they have these um they have the the contest every year and the contest eliminates like 85 snakes over the course of a weekend and there's there's 100,000 of the snakes and they'll kill like one big female and it has 70 eggs in it or something wow. stupid like that and it's just like there's That's no insane. getting there's no yeah. getting the problem under control there's nothing to do and the only solutions are like find something else that will kill the snakes which is like always, you know, it's like right. an old, the old cane toads thing or whatever, yeah. where it's just going to be an escalating series of disasters. Right. Um, There's a whole the sinners just... thing where they throw in like, it's gorillas, right? Gorillas go and eat the snakes. <laughs> yeah. And then they're waiting for the gorillas to freeze to death. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's a, uh, yeah, the, I always, I the things like the snakes being in, in New York City in 2100, that's the kind of thing like I love hearing about. I mean, I don't love hearing it, but, I yeah. lo but I, I'm always fascinated by ways that the, that climate change is going to like completely wreck our earth in ways that people don't expect. Like, that's just, like, one of those externalities of it. It's just like, oh, that's crazy. There's going to be snakes just uh, going around the subway. Yeah, you don't think about, like, snow as being a thing that keeps snakes out. But right. it, like, is to some degree, you know? Yeah. And it's like, you're just going to get a lot more. Um, I will say, speaking that, of that, with warming, I think it's a warming climate thing. I, I was in Boston, at least in Watertown recently. They've had a rabbit explosion. This is, I never saw rabbits in Quincy growing up and uh, there's, 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 there's so many rabbits. Now driving night. down the streets mm -hmm. of my parent, like in my parents' neighborhood at, during the day at night, there's hundreds of rabbits out constantly in a fully yep. urban, I mean, suburban, but it's not like, it's not the woods or anything. It's no. just houses and lawns and paved streets. And there's just like, you drive at night and your, your headlights like shine a yard and 12 rabbits look at you and scatter. And they're like, there are many more rabbits than squirrels. Oh yeah. Like, and it, it's so, I can't get my head around like uh, what exactly is, uh, why it, they don't seem that weird. I guess if you think of them as squirrels, but yeah. it's something so eerie and it feels like it's, you know, the movie us or something with those like bunnies ever. There's something sinister about it. Oh, it's, it's strange. I, I never saw them at all growing up. And let me tell you, they're rascally. 
Uh, oh, yeah. The they're 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 little they're rascally rabbits. They're rascally. The at um at Long Beach City College where, where my dad taught, there were just rabbits like all over campus. They're just mm. like, and I have no idea what what it led to. I don't know if someone released a pet like twenty years ago or whatever, but you just you see rabbits everywhere. Your mascot is the jackrabbit. Long Beach Poly High Jackrabbit, yeah, mm-hmm. it's true. Yeah, almost scholars and champions. Yeah, um, I don't, I don't know if I like it. There's coyotes now in Quincy. There never were. Like, there, I never saw any. I saw squirrels and rac, your occasional raccoon, and maybe like, like, you know, like two possums in like the 20 years I was living in. I did hear Quincy. that in Boston, you can just fully hunt the coyotes. They don't care in the yeah. like in an urban setting. They don't care. Wow. You know, in LA, it's very the coyotes are protected. So even right. though they are like. Everyone's scared of them, and they and they take people's dogs. They're like, you can't do anything about it. And Boston, they're like, sure, take a crossbow, go <laughs> like wander <laughs> through the streets of Waltham. You know? Wow, I feel bad for coyotes because of their history with the Road Runner. Uh, I feel like they've yeah. always dealt with. Uh, and now that that movie got shelved, I, right? That, that's a whole thing. That's bullshit. <laughs> uh, Slazlov, what's his name? Zaslav. Zaslav. What the fuck? <laughs> she did it again. Zaslav, come on. This it's it's just bullshit, Wags. Yeah. Zaslav's being he's out of control. <laughs> you have a favorite Looney Tune? Hmm. I mean, is it? Oh, Daffy probably. Daffy's I was say, very I was funny. I say Bugs because I was like, Bugs is the best, right? But he might still just be the best. It might, it might be the best. It's like it's like his best best Austin Powers character. Austin Powers is a fine answer. Best mm-hmm. Mario character, Mario is a fine answer. Yeah, but yeah. it's okay to say Bugs Bunny, even though he's the mascot for the brand. Well, do you do you have some sort of? Is this is this a mm. trick question here? Um, no, I wasn't driving anything. I don't know who my answer would be. I mean, I did like Tweety Bird a lot. Tweety Bird's Tweety pretty Birds, funny. I think, is very funny. I liked Cats, so I was kind of more a Sylvester fan than Tweety. Yeah, I get that, but their yeah. dynamic is great. They're kind of yeah, a duo, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. And I, I really like um, uh, Foghorn Leghorn. Uh, he's good. He's very funny. Yeah. What's, he's kind of like trying to think bear. That, what's, <laughs> what is Porky Pig's defining characteristic? I think just, just that he has a stutter, I think it's that he has a stammer, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, th- I think like him and... Uh, and and Elmer Fudd are both like characters that are defined by a speech impediment, which is kind of wild that they went to that. But one Elmer twice. Fudd had a had a want. He 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 had the clear goal of like catching the rabbit at least. Like, true. Does Porky yeah. Pig yeah. have anything like that that drives him? I think uh, I could be wrong, but did he want to be mayor? Was <laughs> that my big <laughs> mayor? I don't, I don't know. I don't know about that. Is there he? a town? I don't know. He had a vest. <laughs> Didn't he wear a vest? Yeah, I, I thought the whole thing was that kind of like he was not well qualified for kind of being the MC, being the announcer because, because of, of his, his yeah, stammer. Mm. Um, but I don't know. I don't I actually don't know what his want is. I don't know how you define him. He doesn't have a vest. He has like a little a coat, a little jacket, yeah, a little or, jacket, yeah, bow tie, um, a hat sometimes. The oldest continuing Looney Tunes character. Is Porky? That's wild. Porky. Wow. So that's his thing. He's the OG. Yeah. And he's not paired with anyone, right? Because all the others have a sort of like a rival of some kind, some some yin to their yang that like, and he's just on his own. Yeah. Right? I think he's just kind of doing his own thing. I think you can draw like a, a, a direct line from Porky Pig getting on the air to me being on TV. <laughs> <laughs> Today's episode of Doughboys is brought to you by Helix. Wags, I've had a Helix mattress now for six years, maybe seven years. Wow. It's been a while. It was pre-pandemic. I know that much. Man. I know. 
And you know what? My sleep has greatly improved. I love my Helix mattress. It's like a cloud. Wally and Irma sleep in there together. They love it. They don't want to leave the bed. Cute. I don't want to leave the bed. Probably bad for you. You know what? Anytime I'm late here, blame it on Helix. Wow. I'm sleeping away. The Helix lineup offers 20 unique mattresses, including the award-winning Lux Collection, the newly released Helix Elite Collection, a mattress designed for big and tall sleepers, and even a mattress made just for kids. So how will you know which Helix mattress works best for you and your body? Take the Helix Sleep Quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. And your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door free of charge. Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home. That's why they offer a 100-night trial and a 10- to 15-year warranty to try out your new Helix mattress. Everybody is unique, Wags, and everyone sleeps differently. That's why Helix has several different mattress models to choose from, each designed for specific sleep positions and feel preferences. Models with memory foam layers to provide optimal pressure relief if you sleep on your side. Models with a more responsive foam to cradle your body for essential support in stomach and back sleeping positions. Plus, enhanced cooling features to keep you from overheating at night, which is a problem for me. I heat up. Problem for me, too. And if your spine needs some extra TLC, they got you. Every Helix mattress has a hybrid design, combining individually wrapped steel coils in the base with premium foam layers on top. It's the perfect combination of comfort and support. Wags, I took the Helix sleep quiz and I was matched with a Moonlight Lux mattress because I wanted something that felt nice and soft, just like me. Wow. And not only is the mattress the best you've ever slept on, but the setup was fast and easy, as you were telling me. Helix mm -hmm. mattresses are delivered in a box and straight to your door for free. You know what? Ross Kimball helped me set it up. Good guy, Ross. Shout out to Ross. Plus, Helix mattresses all come with a 10 or 15 year warranty, depending on the model. And now Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash doughboys and use code HELIXPARTNER20. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Helix Partner 2-0. Spoonman, I've always struggled with finding time to manage my finances. At the end of a busy week podcasting, the last thing I want to do is spend time budgeting all of my expenses or tracking down customer service teams to cancel old subscriptions I no longer use. But now I use Rocket Money, and it does all of that for me. That's right, Wags. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. With Rocket Money, I have full control over my subscriptions and a clear view of my expenses. I can see all of my subscriptions in one place, and if I see something I don't want, Rocket Money can help me cancel it with a few taps. I love how the dashboard shows me this month's spending compared to last month so I can clearly see my spending habits. Plus, they'll help me create a custom budget and keep my spending on track. Rocket Money will even try to negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. Wow. All you have to do is submit a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. They'll deal with customer service for you, Wags. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved a total of $500 million in canceled subscriptions, saving members up to $740 a year when using all of the app's features. Bye-bye, Doughboys Double. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash doughboys. 
let's talk about Goop Kitchen. So Goop was launched, the brand was launched in 2008 as a wellness newsletter from Gwyneth Paltrow. I think people, everyone knows Gwyneth's It was a wellness with, newsletter. That's what it started us. off. Yeah, okay. it was basically like, you know, like a substack, a uh, pre-substack. Um, it, it, it grew into this big company, you know, uh, the, selling all the stuff online. They moved headquarters from London to Santa Monica in the 2010s and really were like kind of marketing to the you know, a moneyed American wellness sort, uh, grew to about 100 employees by 2019. The infamous vagina candle, which I think maybe is what people know most uh, uh, most associate with Goop, was released in January 2020. Doesn't that sound more recent than you th- think? Yeah, that's like crazy. Like just before the pandemic, the yeah. vagina candle, and everyone's like, oh, look at this thing. <laughs> How about that? that I was remember like the big I, news I bought like, like 30 of them for the pandemic. I stopped <laughs> up. <laughs> I was really nervous I'd run out during the pandemic. I, I came by your place when you had them uh, all going, and we were both like, yeah, she was making a little sound. Mm-hmm. She snored. She's, she's, oh. she's snoring. Um, yeah, you had the vagina candles all lit up uh, when I came by your place, and we were both like, what's this strange new smell? <laughs> <laughs> um, the chef of Goop is Kim Floresca of Per Se, which is a Thomas Keller New York City restaurant, very fancy uh, white tablecloth joint that I've never eaten at. Anyone been to Per Se? No, it's a, Do you think I've been to Per Se? You're a food guy. I am a food yeah. guy, but where is it? New York? And in like, New York, yeah. At a famous actor? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You could go, 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 go to Per, per Se. se. <laughs> I could go to Per Se. Me and Porky at a table together. <laughs> <laughs> How, oh, okay, so. Bow tie. Gwyneth has become a real. Wait, what? <laughs> I was just going to say we're both dressed with just a uh, bow tie and a jacket. <laughs> They're both smooth from the waist down. <laughs> um, how do we? Uh, the, the Gwyneth obviously a lightning rod for a, a various of reasons, mm-hmm. uh, a, a number of reasons. How do I, I? How do we feel about Gwyneth as a celebrity? As an, I like her as an actor. I think like she's. I have always enjoyed seeing her and stuff. I feel I like, like her she's as like, an actor. She, she makes one delicious candle. Um, <laughs> <laughs> pulling out strings. <laughs> Like you'd ever eat that. <laughs> I, I'm 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 pro Gwyneth. I mean, obviously, like all the MCU shit, I, I couldn't care less about. But mm-hmm. like, I feel like she's. Well, we were saying there, she doesn't really care. I I about like that MCU, about her that she seems pretty funny. disconnected. That's fine. Yeah. Um, but it's also funny that her role in the MCU is like. Someone's Iron Man's assistant. Yeah, <laughs> which I I really like the whole. I always think that character is funny because it it makes you ask questions about like the other superheroes and whether they have assistants. Right, and right, I think right. A lot about like who you know like runs facilities at Professor Xavier's school for gifted children. You're like someone has to do that work, right? Yeah, there's a janitorial crew. Yeah, which yeah. is cool. If that, that would be cool to see a character, <laughs> that, like, the mutant character who does all that stuff. Would well, you be think cool. it's a mutant. And maybe it won't, maybe it's not. A I mutant. feel like that's a waste of a mutant, right? To yeah. make them a janitor, unless but, it's like you have just side work as part of going to the school. Is like we also like kind of you know, it's like a hostel or whatever. Like we all kind of yeah, like and up you, after somebody's ourselves. got like a power that like allows them to mop the floors with the water they shoot from their hands or whatever. Right, but right, right. That sucks. <laughs> you get there and you're like. I gonna be. I'm gonna be the guy who clean. I have to be the guy who cleans up. You know, if you're like a mopper or right. whatever. Can I get? Can I like get a, some time in the danger room? But no, you gotta. You're like storm, and you have to like make wind a lot to sort of like. Of course, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, she she maybe would get stuck on that duty. I feel like we controlling rain and stuff like that. I, it would be someone with kind of a shittier power, which is a bummer. I feel like. 
Yeah, or just like an amazing power and it's just a waste of it, you know? Like I, sure. can, tra I can phase matter into a different dimension, but I'm using that to like, you know, cle clean gunk off a stovetop. Yeah. You know, what <laughs> What could be saving, you know, Manhattan. Um, But overall, I say like, yeah, Gwyneth plays, she, she her character ends up being rescue at a certain point, which is one of the Iron Men, I guess. Um, uh, And, but, but yeah, it's uh, Pepper Potts is whatever. Like I, I, I don't, but I think like talented Mr. Ripley, uh, we, we talked about seven on the blank check podcast some great performances especially on that side of her career the royal tenenbaums let's not yeah. forget that she's i i like gwyneth as I'm an pro actor gwyneth. I, i'm pro gwyneth I, I, like uh i didn't realize because we were talking about this uh during lunch in the lunch in the headgum lunchroom we were talking about how uh we got there's a headgum lunchroom yeah we should start calling it that if, we, were in, we were in the lunchroom and we were talking about uh gwyneth and you were and we were saying like oh people are are meaner to her, I think because of goop, basically. 100%. I think that's a huge part of it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I feel like, I, I'm pro even goop, because I think, I my feeling about Gwyneth, and I, I this is like, I'm not a strongly held belief, and I could back off it at any minute, but I think like, she's real honest at this point about who she is. You know, yeah. I feel like she's a rich lunatic. You know, and like it's she's so upfront about it, yes. and I find it refreshing as opposed yeah. to like she has this she has this like business that sells, you know, seven hundred dollar like you know tote bags and 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 ninety dollar crystal sprays or whatever it is, and it's she's like a hundred percent upfront, and she doesn't apologize, and she doesn't pretend that she's like a normal person, and then I think comparing that to like, you know. Ryan Reynolds or something who's out there like trying to convince us all that he's a man of the people and that he's just like a regular dude or like Ellen That's DeGeneres true. or something where the, who yeah. like lives in Montecito and has 75 horses, but is like, I'm actually just like a, I'm like a normal person who understands about the lives and concerns of regular everyday Americans. And it's like, yes. Bullshit, and I don't like being lied to. And Gwyneth's not lying to me. That is no, yeah, that's a great point. It's kind of an old school sort of celebrity. Yeah, the the, the the person I always think of is just like The Rock, which is just like I, I saw an Instagram ad the other day that was just like The Rock selling his own debit cards. Like, why do you need a debit card? <laughs> what about you? Like, what you wanted to do with your career, what you wanted to do with your life, led you to the point where you're like, like you know, I was thinking you're on like the the tonight show talking about your and a, a debit card where your account like has the same sort of interest as like a savings account it's like what what are we doing here <laughs> like that's uh, what you want to do and it feels like Gwyneth it feels genuine it feels like she yeah. does like actually well that's like, sell this she shit. likes it and I believe she uses yeah. these candles and eats this food and I don't believe that Ryan Reynolds uses Mint Mobile right like, there's no fucking way <laughs> 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 like, <laughs> no way that's a good enough sell service for Ryan yeah. for Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> Does Gwyneth Pontrell use her own candle? That's the that's what just came to my mind. It would be a it's weird possible. thing to be like, it smells nice in here. And she's like, it's my vagina candle. You're like, yeah. what the fuck? Why, why? Of course she does. Like, but that's like, isn't it weird that it's her? Isn't it based on her? It'd be a weird power move, I think, if you lit that like in a meeting. Yeah. And you're like, that's me you're smelling. Like, that would be <laughs> weird. <laughs> that's me you're smelling. Yeah. No one asked. <laughs> uh, all that said, that's I usually do go into meetings and announce that, by the way. <laughs> That's me you're smelling. <laughs> that 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 pro Gwyneth apologia aside, I do think there are two things worth noting. One is that she did support Rick Caruso for mayor. Uh, she did like uh, make a cut a campaign ad for him, and that guy's like a piece of shit. Uh, and that just comes from like, you know, like saying, rich insulated liberal. If LA was like the Americana, we did would be a lot of fun. <laughs> 
Well, that's another thing, just talking about outdoor shopping centers, is a big reason for their popularity is because Americans don't have the opportunity to live in walkable cities. And so they mm. drive somewhere and pay for parking to experience what it's like to like live in like Europe. Like, oh, I can just walk around and, and mm. go shopping. Um, but uh, but that's but, its own thing. When I was at South Shore Plaza, I forgot to say this, I went to uh, Newberry Comics, which the, I'm sure that Casey and, and Emma are fans of Newberry Comics. Newberry Comics. Newberry Comics, which is like a cool... Look, if you wanted a Cartman shirt back in the day, that's where you went. Yeah. You, if you want if you want or a, a, a stuffed Cartman doll, you could get it there. Right. Hell, if you want a Cartman robe, this is the place to get it. Let's Was say you wanted like beach Cartman. towel, Cartman yeah. beach uh, towel. Cartman beach towel. You know what you could you know what you could get probably is a towely beach towel. Yeah. I'm sure like they had I'm every not interested self- in that. I want the Cartman one. All right, you can get the Cartman one there <laughs> okay, as well. All right, good. What, 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 what were you asking? I was going to say Cartman bobblehead, but whatever. It's no, all you the same. You can get a Cartman bobblehead. It's not really It's on the same, same, same tier. Now, I went in. I went there. I, I, I went to – I returned a gift at the Apple store. My, yeah. I bought my mom something. She didn't want it. Um, and uh, What didn't she want? Cartman uh, iPad. <laughs> <laughs> I bought her I – bu- I, 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 I bought her a, like a speaker, and she didn't want the speaker, and so I brought what like a like a, iPod, a HomePod? Like a, yeah, HomePod. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So I brought it back there. Why didn't she like the speaker? It's a really nice gift. It's uh, a nice that's gift. Thoughtful. Great son. I bought her an iPhone. I don't want to say it on the that's fucking so nice. podcast. What a great son! Yeah. She didn't want it. I returned it. She was like, she "This is way too expensive," either? and I was like, "You're hard to shop for." And I, this is one easy gift, and I'm done. Does you know she I mean? have an iPhone? Which makes me sound like a shitty Yeah, that makes son. you sound worse. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> she Did she already have an iPhone? Was she in the, the Apple yeah, ecosystem? It was, she, it was like too, it was too new. It was like only like two and a half years old, and she was like, it's too new. Oh, got it, got it. So, so I returned it. I walk into Newberry Comics. You know what the biggest thing, and I think that's like what all malls sell? Funko Pops. Funko Pops are huge. It was. It was. The store had like, like three thousand Funko Pops. They got Cartman there. Yeah, there was Cartman, Towley. What uh-huh. else did I see? I think just those two. Did we say Cartman. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we say Cartman. Yeah, Funko Pops are huge. Funko Pops are the biggest. I think I read somewhere they had like plans for like a Funko theme park and stuff. Like there's the, there's a store in there's LA a store that now. is yeah. basically store. like has whole multi-story dioramas with giant Funkos that you can pose with. It's like a big Instagram thing, but I think they want to, it's great. It's crazy. We should do Doughboys Funkos, I think. Yeah. I just That'd want, be great. I imagine what my, cause your head is bigger. Right. Like, don't they enlarge the head? It's got to be a little bit bigger, a little disproportionate. Yeah, I feel like it would not work with me. I feel like, <laughs> but right, I feel like it would be like my head is already kind they just of just make you to scale. Like, did you just look like you? <laughs> I'm the only fungal that says to scale. <laughs> um, but that, the, the kids love Funko. Kids that love was, Funko. That's, that's, that all malls are fun- they're just selling Funko. I also kind of think probably the uh, adult male Doughboys fan demographic likes Funko pops. Oh, I think that's who they're selling more Funkos sure to that. than children. Yeah. Uh, so the other the other Gwyneth thing that I think is worth saying, and this is this is as someone who I, you know I've I've heard this. Yeah. I just want to say one last thing. Cut out the middleman. Just open a Cartman shop. People if, would go to a Cartman. If there was shop, a store that just sold all things Cartman, you could at least at minimum do a, par- a pop up that was all Cartman merch. It would be it would be fantastic. Yeah. When have to you know you 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 get in there you get what you want you get out. Yeah. All right. Anyway. And then at the at the, like at the exit, there's a sign that says "Screw you guys, I'm going home." And be like, oh, I get to watch, and you get to pose by the sign. That'd be a lot of fun. The Cartman store. The Cartman store is a good idea. Mitch almost walked out. That idea was <laughs> so upset. You get How good an idea it is. You get a you get an Eric Cart when you go in, an Eric Cartman, and it's got Cartman on it. 
this, oh, I don't understand. I, I would genuinely shop there. Yeah. And not just once a year, probably a couple times. You want to drive the go-kart men around the track? Go for it. <laughs> the store is getting much bigger than maybe I initially thought. <laughs> the other Gwyneth thing that I think is worth saying, and it's pertinent to our meal, which is that for someone who is, like, from what I've from what I've read, I don't know how much of this is is accurate, but for someone who like doesn't like plastic to like touch her food, that everything comes in single use plastic. There and is so much plastic use, so much plastic that... waste for a place that should be. And this is again kind of the the rich liberal, uh, uh, uh you know, like like socially liberal, but supports Rick Caruso sort of demographic where uh, there's some personal wastefulness. Uh, it, it's it's having this this you know like having great poli- or like having visibly you know. Uh, whatever pro-inclusive politics, but then having this like massive lawn and this this pool that's wasting all of this water, like mm-hmm. it, like we like we see this happening from people who are super duper rich, and it, it's the it's the kind of thing of just like have this stuff come in cardboard, you know what I mean? Like have like have some sort of a, a concept of your your ecological footprint if mm-hmm. you're if this is going to be your brand. Give me that uh, plastic, <laughs> shiny, clear, smooth. I love it. <laughs> I actually I got food yesterday. I, I got food last night. We ate it yeah. today. Yeah, I but- got I got I went, we had it we had a, a meal today in the the headgum lunchroom. Um, and also Natalie and I got it delivered on Friday. So I've had I've had two meals. I'm gonna say two things. One, you texted me not to get ahead of ourselves here, but he texted me Friday and said, "Is goop good?" And he was showing a picture, of, which I already was like, "What the fuck are you? What do you mean is goop good?" And then. I brought it up to a couple of people. I said to Fran, uh, Fran Gillespie, who, yeah. who, uh, who was a writer on Killing It, very funny. I was like, Luke's coming on the show tomorrow. We're doing Goop. And she goes, oh, my God, so good. And I was like, what the hell? Is this, Goop good? This, and then I mentioned to a couple other people, and they were like, oh, I hear it's good. Like, people are the, – the reviews for Goop are pretty high. This, this is the thing. And Natalie and I both went in with a with a bit of skepticism, and it's it's a place you don't want to like. You don't want to like. And also, we had so many bad experiences with celebrity ghost kitchens They're over horrible. the years. They're also like so just craving cash like, grabs. We don't like ghost kitchens. Yeah, is this is this is this one? Is this like a specific like? Does this run out of another restaurant, or is this a specific like like takeout center? From what we can tell, it it go it operates out of places like you know. There's a kitchen called there's a ghost kitchen collective called colony cooks okay um that so like that's one of them that's the one in santa monica and you i'm know, a little more open to them if it is a place that is like this is multiple ghost kitchens right but that's what it space. is it, it's, yeah. it's an industrial kitchen that just exists to service ghost kitchens and okay. it's just for for you know DoorDash to pick it up that's that's the that's its whole function there's no actual place i don't think you can you can go and dine in at a goop kitchen um natalie investigated this place a little bit and i believe this is this particular ghost kitchen where we got our food from is also services uh, Benito's Tacos, which is like at the complete okay. opposite end of the spectrum. That's yeah. like, you know, taquitos is their their big thing there. So just like the idea that the same space is preparing both this high-end, you know, uh, cuisine for for Brentwood yoga moms and then this working-class Mexican food, it's just sort of like, I don't know how these actually work, if they have different staffs or if it's one guy is preparing both things at the same time. Um, in any event, that's the weird world we, li- we live in. Uh, but yes, Natalie, I both went with a little bit of skepticism and we both had, and I think I articulated uh, how we felt in the actual thing I texted you, which is, I regret to inform you that Goop Kitchen is fucking good. You, we kind of wanted to hate it. And then we were, we were like, fuck, it's, it's maybe awesome. It's yeah. maybe delicious. I, I, well, I didn't try it until last night. Yeah. Um, when I got the pepperoni pots pizza. Which is great, great menu item name, honestly. Hall of Fame. You, you menu and I item wanted name. to try. It. I'll say this: 
maybe the worst thing I had from Goop, and I don't even think it was that bad. Yeah. I would say it was like a three or a three and a half out of five or something. Uh, but it was a little bit uh, greasy, like the dough tasted greasy. It was a pepperoni pizza, pizza, but it was the dough was a little greasy. But still, I was like, this is still like high quality. But I also got uh, vodka with no vodka, the penne vodka dish, which came in an extra plastic container. Like it was just like it was sitting in a plastic container, which is like this is the, the, your thing about just wasteful yes, plastic. Yeah. It was like, why is there an extra? Why is like what would be the box that holds it plastic? It didn't make any sense. But that was really good. Yeah. I was like, I was shocked that it was as good as it was. And then today, I guess we can start talking about it. Let, let's but. let's take a step back because I I want to I, I want to start with with Luke with why you want to talk about this place. I believe this is a place you pitched. Yeah, only because we had on killing it this last season. We were in person and we would get lunch there. And ordering lunch in these writers' rooms is a nightmare, and yes. everyone is opinionated and everyone's miserable. And Goop is the only place. I think everyone, the entire <laughs> staff was happy to get. Everyone felt like there was stuff there. You could be healthy, but also what didn't feel oppressively healthy. Like there was, it's flavorful and we ordered it so much. And I'm fully willing to say it's my favorite like work lunch option wow. in Los Angeles. I, I will you also know? say, because you're putting in the same category as places like it, this, the, the other places that would be in this pool of of options for a, for a takeout lunch in, in Los Angeles if we work in any sort of office job or places like Sweet Green or Mendocino Farms. Yeah, um, Tender, tender Greens. Greens. Tender Greens. Yeah. It's honestly Which now is kind of Tender Greens is what more on its way out a little bit. I it's guess it's maybe declining a little bit. I've had some good experiences at Tender Greens. In, I, in I like years. I like Tender Greens, uh, but the uh, I think they righted the ship a little bit. The thing is. It's not more expensive than these places, which is I was expecting this place to have a huge premium in the same way that like whatever you're ordering some some crystal or some oil from Goop online, it's going to have this gigantic markup. It's not like all like I've the salads are about the same amount of the plastic. Exactly. Not taking your advice and making it, you know, well, sweet green does cardboard. Uh, It's it's achievable. It's true. They they should. They should. But I I mean, the penny, the it was a penne no vodka, I believe is what it was called. Penne no vodka. Uh, and then it came with chili flakes, grated Parmesan, and then a pepperoni pots pizza. Look, I did give a, a decent tip, but guess how much that all came to with the tip? I'm going to guess $90. $80. Wow. I gave a good tip still. <laughs> <laughs> but it was fun. It was like, it was like, like overall $60. Yeah. No, it's it, like, I was expecting this. Oh, I'm going to spend $300 at this place. And that, yeah, yeah no, it's, and I it's don't the same sort think of range. looking at the menu that it has the feeling. Sometimes all those other places feel like there's only 15 ingredients and everything is just, is just reconfiguring the same 100%, 15 ingredients. And this is yeah. like a whole wide range of, a wide variety of, of like tastes and flavor profiles. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm all in on goop. The, 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 What's the, your what, go on, Mitch? The ingredients. T- I mean, today the, my my experience today, and we'll get into what we got, of course. But I was like, oh, these are like quality ingredients. It like reminds me of when I first went the first time I went to Tender Greens, and I was like, oh, this is like good chicken, and this is yeah. like the the produce is good, and and that's the same thing I get from goop, which is surprising because it is a ghost kitchen. You think it's going to be way shittier than it is, and it is. It is, it, it is, it's very much like nice restaurant quality food. So there's three concepts under the Goop Kitchen umbrella, and you can order from, you know, all, all three places in the same order. Uh, the thing is that, that two of them are only open for dinner hours. Is that uh, Goop Superfina? 
Yes, there is Goop Kitchen, which is what we got for lunch today uh, in the in the Headgum lunchroom. Um, there is Goop Rotisserie, and then there is also Goop Superfina. And I don't know what that's a portmanteau of. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, don't. I have no idea. Because because Cucina, I know. Yeah. But I don't. What start? What's the F from? Like if, if it was Superchina, I'd be like, okay, I get it. But Superfina, where's the F coming from? Is that like the Sugarfina, like the candy place. Sugarfina? Is that a, is that affiliated with her? I don't think so, but it's like a candy, like a custom candy place, or like you can order oh. candy gift baskets and stuff. That's, she, the, that's what it reminds me of every time I hear it. She's doing a pun on a different brand, maybe. Yeah, oh, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, but yeah, that's, that's like that's like pizza and pasta. I don't get the divisions at all. I, I mean, yeah, I have no idea. Yeah, but it is funny that lunch, just from my time at The Simpsons, I've never worked in a real professional writers' room. Uh, which is crazy to me. I think I got a lot of great ideas. This is not true. You're for your memory holding one show that you worked on. I did. I, yeah. I, I'm sorry. I did Jonah Ray. And you worked on, and uh, I, I know a pilot. Oh, birthday Boys. Yeah, I worked yeah. on. And then, of course, Birthday Boys. Yeah, wait, what was the pilot? Didn't you write for the Comedy Bang Bang pilot? Oh, yeah, I did write for the Comedy Bang Bang pilot. All right. Never, so that's three things, three jobs. The, you've they done. never got staffed on the whole show. <laughs> yeah, they wanted somebody else for that chair for some reason. <laughs> Uh, but it is funny that, and I'm sure you feel the same way. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how you feel about this. Also, you're, it, it's your show and you're a baby. But at The Simpsons, I would be like, and I, I had a different job there, but I'd be like, I can't wait for lunch. It's the happiest time of the day for me, which is funny because it's like you're you know you're living a dream in some in some ways. But it is that sort of thing of like lunch is so important. In rooms or in, I guess, I guess just that for anyone, it's it's anything. Look, we we are very lucky to have this show. It feels like a job sometimes. Anytime yeah. you're doing something that it's scheduled and you're and it's a and it's your profession, it's there. There are going to be times when you want like a break. And yes, it's like hey, working in Hollywood. That's the dr- dr- the dream factory. It's what everyone, like a lot of people, aspire to do. But even mm-hmm. when you're in that position, at a certain point, it feels like work. Yeah. So I get it. Yeah. It, it just it, and so. Getting the right restaurant, I, I, so many times, front of the show, Selman, Matt Selman would always be like, go here. And he would tell me places to go all the time. But it, if you get it wrong, it is, it's a disaster. So having a place that is consistent and that everyone likes is huge. Well, we used to have, when I worked, I worked on Brooklyn Nine-Nine forever. And I think you guys talked about it with Dan Gore yes. when you had him on the show. We had this, oh, yeah. like, incredibly elaborate um, lunch ordering system that, that, I'm very proud of, um, <laughs> honestly, much more than anything else I've ever achieved. Um, but the reason you did it is not because, like, partly I just wanted to waste time and I didn't feel like working, and we could kill an easily an hour in the morning going through various games um, to to figure out who was going to pick lunch. But people don't like picking lunch because it's no. so much. Pra- the reason we did it is because, like, when you said, "All right, we're just going to go around a circle and everyone gets to decide what was for lunch for that day," the the pressure of it because. When you select something other people don't want, they get so mad at you yeah. and everyone's so grumpy and then you're responsible and it oh, ruins yeah. everyone's day. And any like rational person is like, I don't want that pressure. So we had to uh, devise these like crazy games to sort of make it not, you know, to to make it not so awful on everybody. Right. But Goop, you just say Goop Kitchen, everyone was like, great, we'll do it. You know, occasionally we'd have it too much, but I really feel like there was like full buy-in from a full staff that in a way that I'm. That's, you know. I never would make everyone happy at 
The Simpsons. There would always be someone who was mad at me. The no, but that also is, makes people happy to be unhappy. You of know, course, you yeah. Can't fix people. The plus side is that I think I could beat all of them up, and I'm not <laughs> strong, really. But I, the Simpsons staff, I think, particularly is not uh, was particularly. Oh, there she goes again. Uh, it sounds like I'm. It sounds like I'm making. We're noises. not hearing it on the mic. I'm not sure the mic is picking yeah, it up. I it's anything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, now you're in me. Thinks it's the her, lady does protest too much. Yeah. She's snoring. She's, I mean, how many she times can you shit your pants in one recording though? <laughs> uh, let's let's talk uh, let's talk about our meal today. Well, I, actually, I'll, I'll step back a second because you talked about your meal. I'm just going to say what I got, what we got on uh, for dinner, real quick. Uh, we got a greener on the other side soup, which is a cold soup uh, that Natalie had. We got what they call all caps the best arugula salad. It's pretty good arugula salad. Had watermelon radishes in it. Uh, real treat, but uh, not the best. That was good. Would I call it the best arugula salad I've ever had? I don't know if I have a ready inventory of all the arugula salads I've ever eaten, but it's certainly a notable one. Cal Packers likes that green soup, he told me, too. Yeah, the green soup, look, I didn't actually have any, but it looked good. Um, the classic-ish cob, which I got without bacon, and uh, the, like, you know what's nice about this one? It has, like, Fresno chilies in it, which I hadn't experienced mm. in the cob salad, and it's got, like, a really, also just a really well-done um, you know, hard-boiled egg, however they do it. Uh, just, you know, those ones that have, that, like, the really yellow yolk? I'm always impressed by that technique. Yeah, especially uh, for delivery. Uh, yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. And then also the Pizza Bianca, which we got the, from the Superfina side, and that one is a white pizza that has a mozzarella, again, more Fresno chilies. They love those Fresno chilies there. And a, a and maybe it's a different kind of chili in the in the salad. Um, and uh, yeah, this one was like, uh, it's gluten-free as well, which I'm not sure if the pepper po- pepperoni pots pizza is gl- gluten-free, but- Fucking, I'd or, be pissed if it was. Or a gluten-free pizza. Bad, crispy and not gummy. A lot of times, those gluten-free crusts can have like a weird, like sort of like chew to them, and that was not the case with this one. I thought it was really well executed. Did the pizza come happy. in cardboard? Pizza did come in cardboard. Okay. Yeah. Um, I uh, I'm gonna view store here, and make sure that. But uh, how big I'm, is the pizza? I've never had the pretty the decently I've big. Only... It's like yeah, a, and, it's, it's a, and it's a square. It was like a, you know pizza. a decent sized square pizza with nine slices. Yeah, I'd say I'd say it was comparable to what you'd get from a chain. Are they all gluten-free? I, I think they are all all GF. Oh my uh, god. I'm fucking livid. You didn't even know. You liked it. Yeah, you liked it. Yeah, no, I know, but I'm mad now. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know it was gluten free. Well, anyways, I can't find the pepperoni pots one is gluten free. Yes. What the fuck? Yeah. I I really feel like this should be like great, right? You should be like thrilled that you didn't. This is like a triumph for them and for you. Yeah. I'll be honest with you. I'm going to get myself some glutens today and eat them. <laughs> I'm pissed off. I missed them last night. I do wonder if that was the taste I was tasting because I was like, something is off here. Uh, but but it, but it was it was decent. It, I'm, I, am, I am surprised that that was a, a gluten-free pizza. I think usually gluten-free stuff doesn't taste different as much as the textures are hard to – Yeah. The textures feel the off. The texture sometimes. was pretty – Decent. That's what we yeah. were impressed by. The texture was good. It was nice and it was nice and crispy. Again, for something that's delivered, uh, that that's impressive in its own right. But also that it was again didn't have that gummy sort of character to it. Yeah, I really really enjoyed that pizza. I thought it was a genuine treat. Also, great sauces. Got a bunch of sauces on the side. What a wonderful sauce game. A great ranch there. A lot of dill in that ranch. I didn't have the ranch. Great, like a thick, hearty ranch. What did wait? What did the ranch come with? We just got it on the side. Okay, you just got yeah. it on the side. Yeah. You just were dipping pizza into it? What were you doing? Yeah. Okay. Why not? Yeah. All right. Was I crazy? <laughs> no, it's not crazy. It's very normal. It's no, very I just wasn't normal. sure if they, I wanted to know if they offered that as an option or if you, 
that's a, a, no, a fun I, little menu hack. Yeah, no, there's just there's just a bunch of different. I mean, we just look. We'll 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 go a little sauce crazy. They have they also have their <laughs> super secret pizza seasoning, which we also oh, wow. got, which was delightful. Uh, and uh, but yeah, they they have a bunch of different sauces, and all of them were. Hitting. What's the pizza seasoning? What? Well, it's super secret is a thing, but it, it is like, like garlic salt kind of. It, it is kind of garlic salty. It has like a little <laughs> bit of uh, just a touch of heat to it. Um, it, it felt like it had some. Uh, so maybe some rosemary in there, some parmesan. It was good. This is you and nice Allie on Friday night. Yeah, you could have invited me over. Hey, come over to our house and have me uh, break bread with us. I've never been there. I'd break bread at your house. You wouldn't make the tall over there. I would. You too. absolutely would not. Do if you that. invited me to come to your house, I'd go. Hey, me and Natalie are going to order from Goop. Do you want to come to my place and share it with us? You that would sounds do like that. a fun night. The three of us. <laughs> I don't think you would do it. I, I don't I... believe you. I watch a movie. It would be a blast. I bring a sleeping bag. <laughs> <laughs> the three of us. It would be fun. Mm, we'll think about it. <laughs> I've only seen your house from the outside. You know that? Yeah, that's fine. That's all you need to see. Wait, is, is that true? It is, that is 100% true. Why do you need to go in there? I want to see what's going on in there. We're just living there. What it's the fine. fuck's We're going on in there? I want to know what the lives. fuck's happening in there. <laughs> Two people are living their lives. That's what's going on in there. I don't like it. The black box, as far as you're concerned. From the outside, know. it feels like Mitch has been far more open with you than you're being with him, opening <laughs> up his home. That's true. You constantly. That's true. You've met you've you've met Wally and Irma. You've hung out with them before. You've met Natalie. <laughs> I'm not comparing <laughs> Natalie to Wally and Irma. Okay, well, I don't take Wally and Irma to me to events. <laughs> <laughs> I think I should come over sometime. If you really want, we can we'll make contact. It. We'll make content out of it. No, we don't need to. What are you going to go? Yeah, that's what I want. If you really want to come over, I'll invite you. Fuck you. Do I don't you want to come, come over. over. Why do you need to come over? I want to see what's for? going on you in there. I want to see what your life is like. You want to see what's going on in there? Yeah. You see, you see me on the Zoom chat. You've seen into my home. You know what my home office looks I like. I want to go to your jack off room. <laughs> <laughs> Again, you've seen into my office from the Zoom chat. No, I don't have a jack shack at the house. That's your X Men power. Uh, Cyclops has to clean up after me. <laughs> Not happy about it. Um, no, I, I, just, I don't. This is my whole thing. Okay, we heard that one. You heard that one. <laughs> Jimmy's riled up. The show's putting more and more to sleep. <laughs> that usually does mean she's very sleepy. <laughs> I think it's okay to be like, "Hey, that's my private space where I live, and if we want to hang out, we can yeah, go to restaurants." Get in there and muck like around that. a little bit. You need to get in. There. You All didn't right. like people going into your room. I don't give a shit. I've seen you freak out when people have gone into your Just bedroom. don't turn on a black light. You're fine. <laughs> you can go in there all you want. <laughs> Get in there. You can go in there. Bitch, I haven't been to your house yet. That's true. Emma, you're welcome over anytime you'd like. Wow. Normal. Um, normal. <laughs> what? That's normal. Is this true of all your friends, Weiger? Um, Are there other people who have been inside your house? My parents have been inside our apartment, and that's it. I don't think we had any other guests. The time we Natalie never has a play date for you or anything like that. No, she's like me. No <laughs> play date. <laughs> anyway, all right. Sorry, I don't have to come to your house ever. I don't care. I don't know. We're very we're private. We like having our own space. I know you are. I know. I know you are. I just want to see what's going on in there. That's all. There's nothing. <laughs> it's a normal. It's a place where people live and make and prepare food and and 
bathe. Yeah, okay, you're winning me over. (laughs) (laughs) It's a normal place where we prepare food. Oh, okay. Sounds pretty normal. Watch TV. Play video games. I don't know. We do stuff there. It's I just want to see what your home life is like. That's all. You're my friend. That's all. I just want to see. So we do what people do. I'm we not going to force out. it. I'm not forcing it. it I don't care. It feels like you're forcing it. It's boring. You're making a big public I gar- show I guarantee out of it. you it's boring. I know it's it is I know boring. it is. I know. So I'm sorry. I don't I have don't to come over. I don't see why it's a big deal. It's not a big deal. I don't have to come over. We okay. Don't have to fight about then it you don't anymore. have to come over. Do you remember like... There was that there was that woman who wrote for like Grey's Anatomy or whatever yes. who was lying about having like various cancers and <laughs> right, whatever. Right, right. And she had friends who would drop her off like outside the Mayo Clinic or whatever. Yeah. And then they'd like she'd walk in towards the entrance and then they'd drive off and then she'd turn a corner and not go and get cancer treatment. Yeah, yeah. It feels like it's possible <laughs> that there's something like that going on. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I'd walk into the Mayo Clinic. Yeah, the actual Mayo disappoint. Clinic. Yeah. <laughs> no. Like mayonnaise clinic yeah. is what I'm saying. Yeah, we, we were saying the same thing. All right, all right, all right. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, no, it's, it's look, it's it's just, uh, I'm not hiding anything. What do I get to hide there? All right, fine. You're not hiding anything. Yeah. All right. Seems crazy that you wouldn't just <laughs> allow your friend and coworker to. That is a good point. It's a whole to do. Then you got to come over. What are we going to do? We're going to sit down. What are you gonna do? I've only seen outside your house once too. Yeah, I picked you up for AEW. Which oh, was that's a blast. right. We had a lovely time. We had a lovely. That time. was very nice. Why? Well, you're still my friend. I don't need to see inside your house. Right, I great. don't want to find anything in there that I wouldn't want to see anyways. <laughs> it's fine. It's, it's like going through my dad's underwear drawer. I wouldn't want to do that either. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny. Earlier, you said the mayor's titties. This just makes me sound dumb. And I was like, I wanted to say something about titties, and I can't remember what it was. Mm. But is that a dumb guy? Am I a dumb man for thinking that? I think maybe like an hour later circling back to it, <laughs> maybe not the best judgment. I don't know if that makes you a dumb guy. I had something important to say. Uh, but Important? Not... <laughs> you had something important to say? <laughs> I had something to say about titties, and okay. I forgot what they okay. are. Was it going to be in the New Orleans accent? Uh, maybe it was in the New Orleans accent. <laughs> All right, anyway. <laughs> okay. Moving on. So, we had we had a lovely time. We had a nice meal. We uh, today we we ate in the the uh the headgum lunchroom and we got I I got a I ordered a nosh box with hummus mm-hmm. to share, which is basically just vegetables and hummus, but it was mm-hmm. a nice selection. Uh I got the goop teriyaki bowl with chicken thigh. Um that is a chicken and and umami rice blend uh and uh, sesame marinated kale, avocado, which was actually nice. You got like a half avocado in there. Um, some furikake, uh, some garlic broccoli, some pickled ginger, which I appreciated, and a little bit of teriyaki sauce. Just a just a very thin sort of kiddie pool's worth of teriyaki sauce for dipping, mm. um, but not overly sweet. I don't know if I got this. I was thinking of the way you phrase you framed it uh, because we, we talked before the record of like if this is just my work lunch, which functionally it is. This is like a work day, so to speak, sure. for me. Um, and this was my lunch I had before we went in here, and I was like, this is a Great work lunch. I'm very satisfied mm. by this. This has a bunch of different components that are all working together. Uh, it feels nutritious and it's filling and it's flavorful. I didn't love you com- saying a kitty sized pool thing of <laughs> sauce it made me uncomfortable. It was just like a shallow little, you know, like, you know sure. what I'm talking about. No, I get it. You're, you're just... like ankle deep in there. Yeah, I didn't like it yeah. in, in right. general. But um, uh, it, 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 it is a, it was a very, my meal, which I forgot even what mine was called. I think that we got a similar. I have thing. the menu up here. If you have, you want to describe it, I can maybe figure it out. 
You got the you got the goop teriyaki bowl wags. Yes, yeah. And I got some sort of uh. Well, I'll figure out what it was. Uh, got, it, there's the Hollywood bowl. The oh, Hollywood I got the Hollywood bowl with chicken. Got, oh, that is what I got. Yeah, this is a half salad, half rice bowl. Um, it was healthy. I'll say that it it was chickpeas, kale, feta, uh, chicken or salmon, uh, quinoa and brown rice blend. Broccoli, green beans, and a seven-minute egg. That's that egg I was talking about. I, and the egg was my egg was was very well done. Yeah. Here's the deal. It this is twenty dollars and thirty-nine cents, which is that one's pricey. Which is uh, and I got the herby, uh, the herby, whatever it is, the herby aioli, which was recommended. And it's interesting because this this could be location dependent because the one I'm looking at says it's fourteen ninety-five. But is that more when you add a protein? Yeah, that it might have been a thing. It there might have been an upgrade there. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's, oh, does it, it not come with chicken? It says it, it says it comes with salmon or chicken by yeah. default, but I don't know how it's if it's priced at the vegetarian uh, level. I like I like those uh, pickled onions that are on there. The those like a yeah, the, I love a pickled onion. Yeah, yeah the, I had a, some sort of salmon miso bowl that had pickled jalapenos. winter salmon bowl. I think no, I had there was it was miso some. Oh, okay, there's a different one. It's a like miso salmon plate. That, miso uh, salmon salad. Yes, that was it. Yeah, red miso glaze, and then it has a. Uh, uh, some Japanese purple sweet potatoes. Great. Um, and then, yeah, another seven-minute egg, avocado, and furikake, snow peas, watermelon radish. But they had like some, a little like pickled jalapeno in there. The snow peas are great. Some, they're split. There's some individual peas. Mm -hmm. There's some casings. Like really, I loved it. I think this place is hidden. Yeah. It is. It's, it is, it's, it was like a healthy, I don't know if I was like thrilled. It was good that I was eating a healthy lunch. I'll tell you what, my, the star of the show for me, I don't know what to say for this because it's the bite of the night or the, the you know, this is a slurp. The, it was a slurp. It was a soup. that And you got the same yeah, soup. Yeah, the Japanese sweet potato soup. I thought that was pretty great. great. It's really good. It was really, really, it was really well done, the sweet potato soup. Was, I mean, you're the spoon man. It could be like the spoon man's loving spoonful or something like that. That's a longer spoon, tell than I ever man expected. I love it. I love it. It's the spoon man's loving spoonful. Yeah. <laughs> it goes to the, it goes to that. Sweet potato soup. It was great. Yeah, there was Brussels sprouts floating in it. I never thought that I. And then they, they were, there were like dried Brussels sprout, right? I yeah, guess. for like a little textural, yeah, you crunch. Know, crunch on top. But it came in its own separate container again. Yeah, another plastic, like waste, plastic which again yeah. makes yeah. me feel great to be able, like it's a, it's a power trip to be able to waste so much. You know, <laughs> fuck you to the earth. You know. <laughs> Um, but that's like un that's the other thing is like from a consumer perspective it's unavoidable like 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 shop at a grocery store and totally avoid plastic waste it's just mm -hmm. impossible no but they obviously do every salad dressing comes in its own yes its yeah. own little cup separately there's often like every dish seems like it has some sort of separate to keep a crunchy component you know fresh and crunchy it, it it's like comes in its own separate like serving container there is an abnormal amount of waste at Goop Kitchen. But again, all in service of making the meal better. Yeah, I, I, I and I will say that along those no, those lines, I got the matcha chia pudding, mm. um, which is, it's not on their dessert menu, although I, though I think it is technically a dessert. It's up there with the apps, but it is meant more of, of a sweet treat. We took a little, we took a little spoonful of yeah. Spoon Man's Loving Spoonful of it. Uh, I, I Look, I think I like matcha more yeah, than you, Mitch. Two Spoon Man's Loving Spoonfuls? <laughs> yeah, two, two, two Spoon Man's Loving Spoonfuls. That was one day. <laughs> it's, you know what? I, probably I thought it never, was more of an award. It's, well, you know, it will never be used again, so it doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't matter.
Uh, this is coconut yogurt, chia seeds, matcha, and coconut milk. And then it came with uh, dates and crunchy rice and pumpkin seeds, which you could mix in there. That was kind of a nice green paste that I thought was pretty flavorful. You know, not overly sweet, which I appreciate. But also, if you're talking like, if this is my dessert, it's maybe a little bit disappointing. Uh, Speaking of. Yeah. Which I'm sure Emma's thrilled that I'm holding a chocolate brownie above her dog. I'll be, <laughs> I'll be very. She will not care one bit. This is a, this is a this is this is another piece of dessert. This, yes. This is the is it a sea salt brownie chocolate brownie? But I believe that's what it is. I'll get the. I'm gonna share it with the both or of you. Mitch loses his shit. Is it gluten free though? It's a dark chocolate sea salt brownie. Thank you, Emma. Do you see a GF tag? Um, I don't, because I'm reading this from Mitch's text in the group chat. <laughs> uh, the, it is gluten-free. It is made with almond flour. Motherfucker. <laughs> I'm going to take a little bite of this. You know what? It's Casey, Emma, good. you want any of this? Yeah, pretty good. I'll take a bite. Sure. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> Why, <Wise>, Casey? <laughs> <laughs> it's not bad, I tell you. Yeah, it's got some salt. I saw got a little bit of uh, there's chocolate chunks in it. What do you guys think? Snack. I would think there's gluten in there. Yeah, I would think there's gluten in there too. Yeah, I do find that gluten free desserts, like chocolate desserts, like gluten free cupcakes or like gluten free brownies, tend to be so like ooey gooey chocolatey. Yeah, I kind of love that. Yeah, no, it was good. I want to make it clear that my joke was that I, I wanted the more of the brownie. <laughs> Whatever. Who gives a There's shit? A we all got it. On it. Uh, yeah, yeah. All right. It's fine. I, I got... actually thought the joke was that you just didn't want them to have anything. I right. mean, that also, too, was a part of it. Then people <laughs> online. Whatever. I don't care about online anymore. Who cares? It doesn't matter. <laughs> it's come you up a lot. You can't. I've just been watching Ricky Gervais and uh... <laughs> <laughs> I watched Chappelle's, Chappelle's newest special. I just. You should be able to say what you want to say. You <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? Uh, anyways, uh, the brownie was that that was a decent for a gluten free brownie. That was delicious. I think with chocolate, you can, you know, it's usually a little bit better. But if you're ordering from this healthy ish place and it's for a work lunch, but you're like, I want to get myself a treat. That one fits the treat slot, I think, better than the matcha pudding. Yeah. Yeah. Do you guys think that goop could survive? How much of an L.A. thing is it? Like, do you think that this is? Obviously, you could be in uh, other big cities, but like, do you think that you could have a goop kitchen in, you know, a, a Midwestern city? Well, there. OK, so there there are five of them in the greater L.A. area, although one of them is down in uh, in Orange County. So that's a little bit, you know, removed. It's still the busiest very, one is right. Is... In Costa Mesa is still a very it would still be, be a very moneyed location. Um, not that all of L.A. is rich, but like, you know, that's those are the neighborhoods it's servicing. The I think I, it could, I think you do OK was... in. It was seven miles away from me. It was in Beverly Hills. That was the closest one I found. Yeah, I think it could do okay in like, I think it would do okay in New York. And mm. I think that you could find, there are some pockets where there are like people with like a lot of money, um, like, you know, like Phoenix or something. You know, they just like like a lot of, I, I think there are a lot of people with like disposable income where I think this, this place could do okay. Sweet sure. greens are everywhere now, right? Sweet greens Pretty are much. everywhere. When I ordered sweet green in Boston, my mom and sister had never had it. And then we got it from like it was, it was from like Ink Spot. It was like you yeah. know what I mean, like the, like like the equivalent of Derby, you know, like yeah. one of those fancy little like mall towns or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, but we've never seen a place like really scale up nationally and persist 
on a ghost kitchen only basis. I think they would have to have some physical locations in order mm. to, to to stick around or in order to have like a national footprint. Here's where I think they, they had a big miss. Goop soup. Why not have goop soup? Yeah, they like have the title soups, goop, but they don't I'm, call it goop soup. So, they right. should have one that says goop soup. That's a great point. I am not disagreeing with you. I feel like it's beneath them. I mean, again, but then they also had like pepper pots. Pot, pepper, pot, right. If you're having pepperoni pots. Pepperoni pots. <laughs> if you're having pepperoni pots, yeah, you're not above well, goop soup. Yeah. Goop soup should be, it, it should, it, I think goop soup should be one of the, uh, it, it should be available. Just call the section of the menu goop soup. There we go. Like here are goop soup. We, not everyone needs to be called a goop soup. Which brings me to another thing. I don't know if I like the name goop. I don't like, love the name Goop, but like on it, it is fitting for food. Sure, because you're eating, you know, like what a lot of food is Goop. But why is it why is it called Goop? Why is the company called? Those are like, is it like an acronym. No, I think it's like facial, you know, beauty products are like Goops more. I think okay. it doesn't have it doesn't seem as negative in as in a beauty context as it does in a food, food context. Co- okay, all right, that makes sense. Where it seems kind of clotted. Yeah. Uh, according to this, is, I'm just reading this from Wikipedia. According to Paltrow, the company's name came from Peter Arnell telling her that successful internet companies have double O's in their name. So she was like, <laughs> Google, how about Goop? Is there, can we think of another example? Can we think of another example besides Google? Yahoo? Yahoo? Yahoo and Google. That's is also, there a third? it started in 2020 and Yahoo and Google? 2008. Yeah. And oh, Yahoo, 2008. Okay. Yahoo still is. So it's 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 a du- so she took a double O and inserted it between G and P for Gwyneth Paltrow. Uh, so that you know that's the the more calculated side of this you know alternative medicine, um, wow. institution. I, yeah, it's it's I I don't I don't love the name, but I don't hate it in the context of a kitchen. This has changed a lot for me. I don't even know how I feel about Gwyneth Paltrow anymore. <laughs> I don't know if this is. I feel like this is bad. <laughs> makes me feel like the whole thing is dumber than I even thought it was. I mean, I didn't never liked the name. Yeah. Huh, interesting. All right. It's just another of the things that women in tech have to face is skepticism from people God like you. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, Mitch, I got something I really need to get off my chest. Let's hear it, Wags. What's up? I've been having problems. Oh, no. Well, why? Is it we, we all carry around stressors, big and small. It's true. And when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively, like my problems. Well, therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. Why? What's on your chest? Let's see. Problems, issues, difficulties, struggles, the whole lot. Well, how do you feel getting them off your chest? Feel a lot better. Well, Wags, you know what? It makes sense because anytime I use therapy, I feel better. Mm. It's like going to the gym yes. for your mind. You That's get right. the gunk out. You feel better. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself, and it isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Wags, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Doughboys today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Doughboys. 
That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Let's get to our final thoughts. The name is good. (laughs) (laughs) On Goop Kitchen. So, Luke, this is how this will work. We'll each go around, give our closing arguments, if you will, on Goop Kitchen, and then end that by giving it a score from zero to five forks. You are our guest. To my left, we'll begin with you. I mean, I, I hate to give it, give some, I really think it's great. And and I think it's not only great, but it, it, it's like good enough to overcome all the skepticism going in. Yeah. Um, which I think everyone naturally has. And so I'm tempted to say five forks, but that seems crazy because it's also like, it, it's Goop Kitchen and it doesn't have physical location. I think I'll give it four and a half forks. Four and a half forks. Very good score. That's a great score. I we we loved the idea of doing this place because it was great pitch. A great a great a great, a great nice. restaurant choice. I uh I went into it I was very suspicious of goop. I I I I, I didn't think I was going to like it. Uh-huh. Um it's undeniable that the food quality is good. I mean it's crazy that that the food is as good as it is. And I can't believe the pasta is probably gluten-free too, huh? Yeah, probably. Fuck. <laughs> that's crazy. Um, I think that, yeah, if you're, if you're doing a work lunch, it would be great. If you're in a writer's room, you couldn't complain too much. It is a little bit expensive. I do think that it is, I mean, you're right that it's like, whatever, sweet green, you're getting a $20 salad too. So it's not like it's that. It's. Not, I'm not saying it's cheap. I'm not even yeah. saying it's affordable. What I'm saying is it's, a, it's a basically a price parity with other places sure. uh, in the same category. I... I don't want to say I was blown away, but I feel like I was nearly blown away by what it was, I guess. And I don't like it. I don't want to like it, I guess, is more of my issue is that I don't want to like Goop Women Kitchen. in tech. <laughs> <laughs> I love women in tech. Uh, Lara Croft. Uh, <laughs> Princess Peach. <laughs> Um, but, uh, I, I gotta give her credit for the, the bottom line is, is the food is good. Then it's good. You know what I mean? Like no matter what you can hate a place, but I can't, I think I can't go below four forks. I think I have to say four forks, which is crazy. I don't like ghost kitchens either. And then like it, it's, you know, it, it, it is at least like at a dedicated ghost kitchen. It's not working out of a restaurant. I don't, but I don't like ghost kitchens taking, like, you know, taking over delivery and yeah. stuff like that. It's, 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 you know, Pasquale's kitchen is like, it is just Chuck E. Cheese. Right. Weird shit like that. But I don't know. It seems, it seems craven, right? Like it, right? Isn't it like, it must be bad in some way, Goop Kitchen. The optics of it are, you know, it, 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 it leads someone to approach this with some healthy skepticism. I think that that was at least you and I going in. And I, yeah. I'm not sure, Luke, of your initial visits, if you were similarly like, ah, what the, yeah, of course. What the was this place? Yeah, well, how, how, did, how did Goop come up as a place to order from? I think somebody in the somebody on staff had had it and was like, we should do it. And and we were all like rolling our eyes. And then sure. it's this exact thing. And then you're like, oh, shit, this is good. And there were other things on the menu that we would have liked to have gotten. And 
and then you just get it three days out of five, you know? Yeah. Um, how did Susser feel about it? Susser even fine with it, you know? Wow. Wow. Because you're thinking this guy wants a meatball sub every day if he could. I will say. It's true. In that context, Susser very agreeable. I can't think of one time I felt like he complained about the food. Really? Yeah. What the fuck? He is like, like, <laughs> uh, what a delightful man. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we know very different saucers. <laughs> was it? But was this a situation? Because I've been in rooms with both. Was this a situation where lunch was paid for by production? Yes. So that's why he was, yeah. like, hey, he was getting free food every day. Yeah. Yeah. Like, okay. yeah. That was the issue. But that doesn't stop. A lot of people still complain. One hundred percent. No. Yeah. It's like it's the most entitled crazy. Oh, for like, sure. We should have lost the strike. It, yeah. It was an <laughs> awful group of people. <laughs> uh, I uh, look. I, I. I. This place has some strikes against it. Ghost Kitchen. Celebrity's name attached. All the sort of you know bullshit wellness that I thought was going to be a bigger presence of this menu. We didn't talk about. It. It's not like does not everything has like is like the like with omega B proteins and you know yeah. antioxidants. It's not like a bunch of these ingredients. These are just sort of like. You know, normal things that would be in a dish uh, with without a bunch of accoutrements uh, ladled onto them. I think so. So approaching this place, as I've said uh, multiple times, thinking it's going to suck and being pleasantly surprised by how good it is. Um, if this place was called just like, hey, Fresh Kitchen, like, hey, have you guys had Fresh Kitchen? Let's order from Fresh Kitchen today, you know, and I got this. I'd kind of be over the moon. I'm pretty happy with it. That said, it has a ceiling, which is kind of like work lunch. Like we got it for dinner and it was good. We enjoyed it. But it's like, is this going to be a fun dinner that we're going to get just like on it when we're at home uh, on a Friday night with no guests? I I don't know if that's going to be a thing that we're going to that will be a regular go to, but it would be a thing we would maybe get like, you know, once in a while. So I think I think. In terms of like, hey, this is a place that that fits the the healthy ish work lunch niche. I think we got to call the Golden Plate Club, Jesus, the Golden Plate Club for today because yeah. I give it four forks two for O's. Good Kitchen, two O's. You're you're saying Golden like Golden yeah. Plate Club. I thought, you, I thought you were saying I, I thought you were going to say like the Goopton Plate. Could also say the Goopton Plate the Goopton, Club. But yeah, yeah. yeah. The Goopton Plate Club, four forks. Congratulations to Gwyneth Paltrow and the whole team over there. Mm -hmm. Wow. I I, I was surprised. I'm shocked. It does make me think that the Spoon Man has two O's next to each other. Very good brand. Wow. That is a great point. Yeah. And we like Google and Yahoo, the Spoon Man is kind of a big business. You know, (laughs) a big deal. (laughs) (laughs) Are you you accusing me of using the same... uh, the same business plan as Gwyneth Paltrow. I'm literally just impressed with the branding. I think it's no surprise, as you said, that it's taken off so much. The, the, the good, uh, yeah. Fucking Burger Boy. Nice fucking name. <laughs> Didn't you come up with that? Uh, whatever. <laughs> I was I was I was ready to one fork this motherfucker coming in. I was like, oh, I got Gwyneth Paltrow's pop-up yeah, food I, kitchen. I'm going to fucking one fork this piece of shit. I can't believe I it. I had a great meal. Two the, great meals. I know. The food is good. It's good. It's fucking good. The food is good. I mean, it is it's, specifically healthy. It's a feeling healthy. of, God damn it, it's awesome. Fuck. I think if that if it was three days a week, like if I was getting it, I'd be like, ugh, fucking goop again. Yeah. I maybe would get a little bit. But that's every restaurant, right? Yeah. That's like. Yeah. It, and also I would be happy that I'm getting like a healthy lunch that actually tastes decent. So, and like, that's what you do. Like secretly you're like, oh, I want, 
That's why I like like I, yeah. I came around on sweet green. I figure out what to order, and I'm like, this is healthy enough, and I can eat it every day if I need to, and I don't care. I think there's a lot of variety on the menu. I think the portions are a good size. Every it doesn't feel well being expensive. It doesn't feel like really small. Like mm-hmm. I think you 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 get a good like amount of you just get a good amount of food, and the salads are pretty filling. I I really um yeah, and I, I don't I I wonder if they could open a like take their pizza concept and make a like a brick and mortar restaurant out of it they could definitely have a brick and mortar in beverly hills because that would have both like you know the the rich yoga moms there and then like the uh and the 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 rich old people and then also tourists would go like they could absolutely sustain it in that neighborhood what Uh, they should do yeah the seven head of lettuce or something it's just more than just the pepperoni pots like that is fun like you know, her head's in the box. At or, the end yeah, of or seven. just like what's in the box? Yeah. Like, call yeah, oh, it, like, there we go. The box yeah. Yeah. That's much better yeah. than the seven head of lettuce. No, I that's guess. also good. It yeah. should also be in the there. Spoiler. Yeah, it's a bit in of a, a spoiler. Way, a bit of a spoiler. Nice. What's in the box? And that's that's great. And yeah. then it's a head of lettuce. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's, that's good. <laughs> Inspired by seven, <laughs> I could say it's that's fun. Yeah. Uh, if they're gonna do pepperoni pots, they should they should dive into some other stuff. Totally agree. I wonder how Claudia, the, the the one of the stars of your of your show, yeah, uh, she's a very she's a very much a foodie, Claudia Darty. Uh, yeah, I wonder which I wonder if she's tried Goop Kitchen. I'm gonna I'm gonna quiz her about it today. Send her a text. Oh, so, well, you know I'm gonna I'm gonna send her one now. It's in Australia. It's uh, like nighttime there. Fuck. Is it? What's the time? I mean, it probably would be. But I'm I like, feel what, like what is the time gap exactly? I think she uses it as an ex- excuse to like respond on her own time. Sure, of course. She feels yeah. like it, and yeah. and like. Knowing that no one will ever actually look up what the time difference in Australia is. Um, apparently, right now it's the morning. Is it? It's the morning tomorrow. Oh my god, that's yeah. right. It's so, the uh, yeah, there. yeah, Claudia, yeah. Find out what's going to happen on the news. <laughs> Claudia, what is tomorrow like? That's our first question. <laughs> There's a war going on. Are you trying Goop Kitchen? All right, we'll see what she says. Um, I do think it, I do wonder, I, I like, I think that it's like good, but is it like, if you're like a, a foodie is not going to want it either, right? Like, it's not like good I, in that way. Is I'm this? always ranking these chains. I think we're both doing this in terms of what they're aspiring to do. Yeah. And this place is like, it's not trying to be like a fancy sit down rest, high kind restaurant. I want to give it a worse priced, score. I, no, I, but I, I, it's priced it. like, again, like a tender greens or like a sweet green. It's, it's priced as that sort of like, you know. Uh, upper mid tier, mm-hmm. you know, lawyer, healthy option for lawyers to get lunch at. Exactly, one hundred percent. And I think it's doing great at, at that, at aspiring to do that. Uh, all right, we should do a segment. I'm Nick Weiger. I'm Nick Weiger. I'm Nick Weiger, and I'm Nick Weiger. All that and Andy Rooney tonight on Fake Choose. Okay, the segment is Fake Choose. So Mitch <laughs> and Luke must determine which off-brand cereal names are real and which ones were made up. By Amelia Marino, our associate producer. Do you regret coming on the podcast at all? I, I, I apologize. <laughs> this is this is like so exciting. A we, game. I, I want we, we want to have you on forever. This is the truth. This has been fun. And been then great. the strike happened. We were gonna it's do like true, yeah. uh, we were gonna yeah. do like a killing it. We were gonna have high decor, which we did have, and Claudia yeah. to pr- to promote it, and you killing it and twisted metal, both kind of casualties of timing in terms yeah, of the, the strike and when you could promote it. Unfortunately, yeah, yeah. but yeah. a very funny show. People should check out on Peacock. It's great. Starring not starring, but. Yeah, not Mike starring. Mitchell. Oh, yeah. Like, really, I mean, let's not say starring. I would, <laughs> some could say starring. It depends on what he's, the, you know. I will say, the, in Mitch's character, Dean Trovia, is Dean my, Trovia. 
my favorite name that I've ever like. Great it, name. It's so hard. I, I of, of of twenty years of writing. Some somebody else in the room pitched that, and I don't remember who. But it's the happiest I've ever been. <laughs> it's so hard to come up with a name. A yeah. name that is not. That feels real and specific, but doesn't feel like a comedy name, but also doesn't feel yeah. boring. And then a name that can clear because if all the time you can't give anyone a name that a real person actually has right. or legal, your legal team kicks it back to you. And so Dean Trovi is like a true stealing fire from the gods kind of moment where I was like, oh, it's great. It's the best. And, and enough so that we like talked about spinning the character off. Based entirely on the name, not like <laughs> not the performance. <laughs> the performance, no way. No, no, no. No, you're very you're you're so funny in the show. Oh, I was it was a honor. It was my first time being in New Orleans. I, this this was when I went down. Oh, that's for, right. To that's shoot you, the I, show. I, yeah, I remember. Uh, I was, people yeah, can for this first season there. You people, just bought your house. You seemed a little crazed. I I, I was out of my mind. It yeah. was a it was a bad. It was a it was a crazy. My mom. I left to go do the show. I left my mom in L.A. It was yeah. wild. It was great. Yeah. I mean, I was very happy to do it. It was uh, also like right during COVID still and yes. everything was crazy. And Yeah. Did, I was, you get, did you get bed bugs? I didn't get bed bugs, no. I think I, brought, I think I brought bed a bugs. A lot of people got bed bugs <laughs> in the production. We were flying wow. people down and the whatever hotel they were putting people up had bed bugs oh, for that's sure. A bummer. It's kind of gross that I probably just didn't notice. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, people can check out both uh, Killing It and Twisted Metal on Peacock. If they're not check on Peacock, get a, get, a, get a trial. Check that stuff out. I love out. that. Bjorn Lurpus was my Parks and Rec name. And then Kyle, I got a normal, on Brooklyn, I got a normal, I got Kyle Murphy, which yeah, is Yeah, that was like name. a, had to be normal because, well, so, because the, 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 the Parks and Rec thing that Mike does is, that, that's like a very Mike Shore thing, which is when you give, when you write scripts for actors and you just like, somebody's like, TV news reporter, you know, like man on street, you write often in the script, it just says like, man, you know, and when you just have one line and then the actors start, um, and then always what happens is you cast someone in a bit part and then their agent calls and is like, they're requesting that you give the character a name. Right. It looks better in the credits. Yeah. Cause it looks better for them to be like, he, like he played, you know, uh, Stephen, uh, Stephen on Parks and Rec, and everyone's like, "Well, Stephen, that's obviously right. like as opposed they to Man in Bar." Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And if you, because otherwise, you look at your IMDb and it's just like, you know, nurse, nurse, doctor, right. bar, you know, bartender, whatever. Um, it's gr- guy, it's huge. Big it piece is of it, shit. Dumb I mean, guy. Yeah. That, that is. <laughs> I literally have a role where I'm called Sweaty Neckbeard. That yeah. is that oh, is a man. real. And I audition for like gross guy. Like you all the time. You yeah. Know, you, that, yeah. You do audition. And for so Mike, like Mike sure started giving every character because the, all these names are never said out loud. So the characters have. If you ever look at the credits for Parks Parks and Rec, every minor character has a crazy name to the point where I think they would like have room sort of pitch on. Pitch on these like things that are essentially like Easter eggs or sub Easter egg, just yeah. like. And sometimes it's sort of a like fuck you to the. I feel like to the actors because the actors don't actually want to have a silly name. They just want to be like, you want to you want a name that makes it sound like you might be the lead, which is like you want right. the name of your character to be like Aaron Steele or something, you know? <laughs> Not what was your? Oh, I loved Bjorn Lurpus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's so much better than like like like. You know, stranger or whatever. Yeah, like much public, better. Than guy at meeting. You know, guy at meeting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, a good, a good uh, thing for all you writers. Uh, the, the yeah, one hundred percent. No, right names up. in there. Uh, all right. So this is this is fake choose serial thriller edition. Mitch and Luke must determine which off-brand serial names are real and which are fake. Uh, first up, crispy colors. 
I guess buzz in with your name because there's only one one okay. right answer. Mitch. Crispy colors. Mitch, Mitch, fake. No, I'm sorry, Mitch. It's real. Crispy colors is an off-brand fruity pebbles. That makes sense. I forgot that this game colors. Crispy colors. I for also I forgot that this game sucks. <laughs> <laughs> It's going to be this where you're like, oh, yeah, I guess that is fake. And then it's going to happen <laughs> 10 times. <laughs> I mean, you could like react more. Oh, sorry, sorry, like, sorry, sorry, sorry. All right. Well, well, I'll Crisp, do crispy colors. Oh, crispy colors. Huh? <laughs> it makes me think like Fruity Pebbles. I'm going to say true, Nick. Well, you already, but no, you're. <laughs> you got it wrong before you got to have the same reaction. Okay, all right. Sorry. It changes oh, the game. Crispy colors. Makes me think Fruity Pebbles. But I don't think it's real. I'm gonna say false, Nick. Mitch, it's real. Oh my god, what? <laughs> oh, I should have thought since it's like fruity pebbles that it's true. There we, see, there we go. Yeah, just some of them. All right, all right, right. Okay, well, give us a second one. We <laughs> Next can do up. This. Next up, freaky fruits. Freaky fruits, huh? That reminds me of Luke. fruity pebbles. Oh, sorry. I heard, oh, I heard, wait, sorry. I heard Luke. <laughs> I heard Luke. I'm gonna say false. Freaky Fruits is an off-brand tricks that's also real. Oh, oh my god. god, you put two real ones in a row. Two real in a row. That's like. Well, now you know what the next one's going to be is false. <laughs> well, we'll see. Is it real or is it false? Is it fake choose? Mystery squares. Mitch. Yeah. Mystery squares. Okay, so mystery squares <laughs> makes me think of uh, uh, maybe a cinnamon toast crunch. You know, you don't really get where. I, don't know, I guess they kind of do define what cinnamon toast crunch is. It's cinnamon toast and, you know, a crunchy cereal. Mystery squares. That doesn't make sense. I'm going to go False. But you are correct. Uh, this one is fake. Wow. So there's 10? Uh, there are 10. Okay. <laughs> uh, Mitch is on the board. Uh, it's one to zero. All right, next up. Cream of crust. Luke. I heard it Luke. It feels crazy not to buzz in. Oh, no. Yeah. You can just do it always and guess forever. Because oh. if you just buzzed in every time, you'd beat me because yeah. you're not penalized for getting it wrong, right? No. We could add, I mean, if it helps the gameplay balance, we can add a penalty. I think we should probably Yeah, I think that. you need to. Okay, so then you would be uh, minus. No, you'd be you'd be at zero now and you'd be at minus one. Okay. Because otherwise, it's like the Jeopardy thing where it's it's all just about buzzing in quickly. Right. Yeah. I'm sorry. What was it I was thinking about? I was uh, saying it, my own was, name. it was cream of crust. Cream of crust. That's false. No way. You are correct. No, you're both back Cream up to zero. Press. Okay. Come on. All right. Next one. <laughs> Skipper's Swallow. Mitch. That's that's fake. Mitch, you are correct. You that's get that one as well. Skipper's Swallow? Like a Captain you're up to Crunch. Captain Crunch, but it's like- It is an off-brand Captain Crunch that Amelia made up. And it sounds sexual. It's, it's fake. <laughs> <laughs> it's fake. All right. Next up. The game is fake news mm -hmm. or fake news. I can't remember. Uh- Sweet niblets. Luke, false. Same Luke, logic. You are as correct. The last one. Yeah. You yeah. are correct. Sweet yeah. niblets, uh, which is dubbed an off brand Apple Jacks, is fake. Uh, next up. Wait, so she dubbed it an off brand Apple Jacks? Yeah, she put a parenthetical that was saying what it was. I don't know if I'm supposed to read that as well. It's not clear. <laughs> I like it. It shows you the thought that was put in. Yeah. There. Do you want me to read that as part of the clue, or do you want me to just say the name, the brand? Do you have them for the real ones as well? I have them for all of them. Okay. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, do it. Do it. Yeah. Okay. Should, I, should we retake the ones we've already done? Or? <laughs> no. Okay. Um, next up. Will you say the score before each? <laughs> yeah. Mitch has one. Luke has one. We are on wow. number seven, which is Coated Crunch and Off-Brand Frosted Mini Wheats. Coated Crunch. Mitch. Yeah, true. 
I'm sorry, Mitch, you're back down to zero. Oh my god. Because that one is fake. Amelia made that one up. That's good. Next up. That one's good. Tastios and off-brand Cheerios. Luke, it's true. It's been too long without a true one. You are correct. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You have two now. It's two to zero. So this is ours becoming like like the breakdown of like a, what a quiz is, I guess. <laughs> I mean, I guess you can metagame it in terms of like what is, you know, what would the order be? Though I think she kind of threw us off with five fake ones in a row. Like this that's is, pretty unconventional. This, is, this does remind me of middle school where I was like taking a, like a quiz and I was like, well, there's like three in a row that are true. So this one has to be, you know what I mean? Like, Yeah. I'm also able to see what's real and fake here from my vantage point. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next up, Glazed Flakes of Frost. This is an off-brand Frosted Mitch. Flakes. <laughs> Fake. Uh, Mitch, you are correct. You have one point to Luke's two, which means it all comes down to the 10th one. Wow. Magic Treasures and off-brand Lucky Charms. Mm. Magic I mean, Treasures. I feel like now that I've revealed that I can see the answers, I should let you. <laughs> yeah, and I should. I mean, this does settle the game. I'm going to say true for Magic Treasures. You are correct, which means you tie. Wow. Yeah. And Ty goes to the guest, which means Luke wins. Congratulations. Oh. <laughs> uh, attached our photos of the real cereals. We maybe want to throw them up on the screen after the reveal. Okay, I should, probably should have read that first. <laughs> I didn't, that was at the end. I guess that probably would have been a we better game. We could put it game. in the edit, I guess. Yeah. Wait, she, did she? Oh, she, it was only the real ones. Yeah. Okay. You didn't Photoshop. I guess I guess they weren't. Ones. I guess they weren't Photoshop. That's fun. That's that a fun, fun game. Yeah. All right, so maybe next that. time we do this, yeah. we'll Photoshop some, some fake ones. All right. That's not too much work, which it probably is. I didn't like. Well, you know we should, we could use AI, we could use AI. Yeah, images. we won't yeah. use AI. <laughs> <laughs> you, what was that? You didn't like saying your names as a way of buzzing in. Do we? Have, do you have another pitch? Should That's we the buy best. Buzzers? Some sort of a noise. Should we get buzzers? Yeah, I would love to get buzzers. Let's get buzzers that you can buzz. All right, let's get buzzers. I think we should get buzzers. I think we should get buzzers. I think we should get buzzers, and Mitch should have to buzz in to speak. <laughs> Throughout the episode? Yeah, just generally. It cuts your mic every time. Yeah. You're done. Yeah. Bullshit. Uh, that was fake news. Fake news, re- sorry. I said one question about the copyright stuff yeah. with the AI. You had said earlier it was obviously satire, but like this is sort of a journalism enterprise, right? I guess so. Like, it doesn't feel to me that you could say that this is obviously, I mean, it is obvious. Of course, it's comedy, but it's like, not parody, right? Because you are talking about real, real places and giving like doing real reviews. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know how you classify it exactly. I mean, like it's it's a. If we're talking about, if we're talking I got about discovered. Uh, edit point, Emma. <laughs> Just like a restaurant about your feedback. Let's open the feedback today. We have an email. Wait, hold on a second. I I I want to I want to uh, address the AI thing for a second. Okay. We made a website. We we did we did a we did a, a bonus uh, a Christmas special, which we reviewed uh, Rudolph's Roadside Grill or something. It was a fake restaurant which we reviewed with Gabrus and Fran as as characters, yes. not as themselves. We and so we I was like it'd be fun to make a website. So we so Amelia did a ton of work. She made she made this website, and I was like it would be cool if there was like images on there. And I I made a mistake. I said throw up some images of. of some some I was like sure we can use AI images because I and look the thing I forgot about is that that's always stealing it's just stealing other people's artwork and sure, creating yeah. something someone spent a long time on this we asked an artist friend 
what to do when they're like, use AI. <laughs> <laughs> we paid people for the work to do it, and we paid people – like, it was a mistake, and I didn't think of it in the same way. Uh, like, oh, because then artists, you know, there were some artists who were upset about it, and I was like, oh, yeah. that does make I, I, sense. I get being absolutely it, it, it. It made it made sense to be upset about it, but I, but it was a thing that I we weren't even going to try to. It was going to be a thing that people would find. It was supposed to be bonus content, but it was a good point that AI should never be used, maybe in any context. Mm. And like, I mean, that's maybe overboard. There's probably some areas that it should be. Used. No, Mitch. No, no, you're getting trouble again. <laughs> I'm saying, I'm, I'm saying I'm, I don't know if in some science or I don't know some shit with with in yeah, the medical sure. field or whatever. I have no idea. I don't know. I don't know AI. I don't get it. But it doesn't make me feel. I I, I felt bad because we had talked about it all strike, and I do think that like taking over someone's likeness is fucked up and writing scripts with AI is yeah. fucked up. And then it should be, you know, like you should pay artists, and we do pay artists all the time. But I just I felt bad. It was a fuck up, and Nick Nick had nothing to do with it. It was my That's fault. nice of you to say, but you also don't have to say that. Yeah, we would take it's the truth. I also don't think you have anything to apologize for because I don't think it was that big of a deal. I think the reaction was a little overblown, but maybe I'm getting myself in hot water. I think as as far as use yeah, cases go. Do. It would be nice. Get as, some fucking heat off my back. As far as use cases go for like something like this, mm. it's just like this is a dumb bit that we probably wouldn't have done anyway that, we're, that no one's <laughs> making any money off of. Yes. It feels like the kind of situation, like the very specific kind of situation where this sort of technology – uh, this sort of generative technology kind of makes sense And we weren't going to gonna promote the show with it either. It was a thing that yeah, literally exactly. we but wanted people to stumble onto, but whatever. But it's... I understand that it comes across as like, hey, you're using your whatever this and technology I, And AI does steal the shitty technology to promote your no. show. Yeah, I get it. I get it. It's like, whatever. It's fine. Everything's fine. Look, it was do it with AI or don't do it at all. Yeah. Those were the options. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and maybe we just don't do it at all was the, yeah. was the answer. Yeah, that's probably what will happen yeah. next time is yeah. that it won't happen. Yeah. But anyways, we, we, we have a great artist fr- friends who- Guys, we, this was- Really intense and not like the fun experience that I was hoping for. Just now. I really didn't enjoy that that segment. Look, you're not going to get a, a Gene Trovia performance out of AI. That's all I'll say. It's true. It's it's, it's the truth. But we fucked up, and then now that we acknowledge it, we I had to say something. Yeah, we can edit you out. Probably using AI. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll throw in an AI Rob Lowe. That I'll have to do. <laughs> My guy like, is fine with AI. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> Just like a restaurant value feedback, let's open up the feedback. And today we have an email from at Terry McGee on the Dose Score. Terry writes, Hey, Doughboys, happy 2024 and congratulations being mentioned on my favorite TV show, Jeopardy. Wow. I'm a former contestant myself. Wow. And a trivia fanatic. I even host two weekly pub trivia nights, which makes me wonder, what is your favorite food-related trivia fact? Mine is that Doritos were first invented in Disneyland at a Mexican restaurant sponsored by Frito-Lay. Mm, I did not know that. That's a good one, yeah. Thanks yeah. again for all the laughs. Uh, my uh, Look, this one is something we said on the podcast, but I do really like that Hydrox predates Oreos. Like that, that, that Oreos are the Pepsi, yeah. the Hydrox is Coke, but, but Pepsi won in this case and mm-hmm. became the far more iconic brand. And now people are like Hydrox. Oh, you mean like generic Oreos? Like, no, they fucking invented the vanilla sandwich cookie. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I can think of any food facts off the top of my head. I know I know some. I've always been like really interested. It's, I don't think it's a single fact, but in the history of like the Dr. Pepper bottling company and its relationship to Coke and Pepsi. And they're yeah. like a real success story. And that 
they they have managed to stay alive by playing the two giant brands off each other because in different regions and different parts of same regions they are it'll either be bottled dr pepper will either be bottled by coke or by pepsi like sometimes you go and it's in a coke soda machine at, yeah. a, at a movie theater and then you go somewhere else in the country and it's sold with the pepsis and it's because they sign like these individual deals and they refuse to just say we're they had more leverage than just saying we're going to make dr pepper just a coke you know not a subsidiary but where it's always bottled by coke and so both coke and pepsi have forever has spent all this time trying to come up with a Dr. Pepper competitor so they could just wash their hands of having to be in business with the Dr. Pepper bottling, which is where Mr. Pibb comes in. And doc, and Pepsi had like Dr. Slice for a while. Oh, yeah. Which was like yeah. their and they've they've failed terribly. They've, they've neither has ever been able to successfully knock come up with a knockoff Dr. Pepper. It's yeah. very similar to what happened with with seven up. Which is also like Pepsi doesn't own, but then um, they're always the reason they're always trotting out Sierra Mist or Starry is because they'd like to not have to. They'd like to not have to pay seven. I get they they lose money by having to sell seven up as their lemon lime beverage as opposed to one that they fully own. Um, but they've also failed at that. That I is think. fascinating. I actually didn't know all of this really at all. Amazing soda facts. Yeah. yeah. Uh Soda pop quiz, could that be a segment? Quincy is the hometown of Dunkin' Donuts. Just That's my that famous- if you want to write in the Google Docs Wait, soda true? pop quiz for uh, later. He's, 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 uh, he's, I guess, taking notes to someone. I think to Emma. Emma's here if you want to do that, but I just, <laughs> yeah. it's more like, a, you know, divisional labor is more like an Amelia task. But Emma, if you want to do it, just send it over to Amelia. <laughs> soda pop quiz could probably be a segment. Jemmy's licking my hand. It's pretty oh. cute. Um, I guess we already have slop quiz, but it could be slop quiz, colon, soda pop quiz edition. <laughs> the- uh, that that's a that's a great that's a great little a little bit of soda lore. I it's making me think of a couple of other things. One is that I, uh, you know, I, I said this on the podcast before, but I'll recap that I worked on a skit a couple of Skittles ads years ago, mm. and the thing that Skittles was very adamant about internally is that the language they never say Skittle, uh, because Skittle is not the brand. The brand is Skittles. So an individual piece of Skittles candy is a Skittles lentil, and so I always think of that when I look at Skittles. It's like these are all called Skittles lentils. <laughs> Which sounds gross. Yeah. It sounds disgusting. You talk about it all the time and it yeah. is gross. Thought you knew food you were eating, so did we. All right, so there's here's 21. Oh, another one is that Arby's. People are like, Arby's, it stands for roast beef. It does not. It's Raffle Brothers. That's the, right. the, the guys who founded it were the Raffle Brothers. That's Avocados are fruit. From. Caesar salad. I did actually just see this the other day because I watched like food now. Invented like, in Mexico? It's it's invented in Mexico. In Tijuana, people, right, yeah. people know that, right? Yeah, because that yeah. Place, like the place is still open. That Caesars, I believe, is what it's called. Yeah. Is, uh, but uh, the, there's like now that there there's like TikToks about food, and there is there was one about the Largemont sandwich shop, which we were just talking about. And there was like, I'm at the Largemont sandwich, shop. and it was like, yeah, we've known about this for 20 years. How about uh, uh, how, here's here's one, and I've seen this in the Doscord, but I but I knew this one, which is that Hawaiian pizza was invented in Canada. Mm. An Ontario resident who I don't think had any connection to Hawaii. Makes sense. Fucking yeah. nasty. Um, How dare you? Hawaiian pizza is not good. It's good. Don't ham is too slimy to put on pizza. Put bacon. That's your instead. issue. The ham. The ham is my issue. <laughs> ham is my issue. Wow. The pineapple doesn't bother me as much. Uh, I think I, I I like the the sweet and salty combination. Update you, from you, Claudia. You, you like Hawaiian? I like pizza? it. I will say I don't always love it when it's like a big long. 
slice of ham kind of on there. That's I prefer fair. it when it's like chopped up, whether it's like a little bit of bacon or it feels like it's been, you know, more, the ham's more bite-sized. A little more texture to it. You know what else yeah. I like is the, the I like that spicy Hawaiian, that fiery Hawaiian. Yeah. You throw a little, because uh, I'm a bit of a heat seeker, you throw those jalapenos on there. It's a lot mm. of fun. Uh, update from Claudia. Yes. Uh, the future is fantastic for them. <laughs> <laughs> and also, <laughs> yes, it's not bad. The as- is going to air this will air. And it will be the past. Yeah, it'll yeah. be the past. That's, right. That's okay. People will figure it out. <laughs> yes, it's not bad as delivery food as, as for, for, for goop. So yeah, I think it's a fair assessment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Everyone's do, had goop. Do it in her accent. She'd get so mad. I, I did I did like an impression once. She, she's like, impressions are bad. She's like making fun of me. Because I did, I did like, who did I do? I, I did like, I, I did like Bobcat Gold or like Gilbert Godfrey. And she's like, ew, she hated it. Um, I also had a, a rowdy mermaid strawberry tonic from Goop, which I didn't mention. How was that? It was pretty good. It was good. I'd never seen that brand ever before. So it was- Rowdy a, mermaid. Mm-hmm. It was a strawberry tonic. It's Sounds like a bar in Strawberry. Gate. I guess I guess so. <laughs> you gotta play a game, uh, match. You'd love it. Strawberry and bright hibiscus merge with detoxifying power of dandelion root and raw chicory. Wow. It was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Tastes like a soda. Uh, anyway. hit, hit us up with your favorite food facts. Hashtag fun food facts. And uh, we will repost some of our favorites. And if you have a question or comment about the world of chain restaurants, you can email us at feedback at birdfuck.com or leave us a voicemail at 830-GODO. That's 830-463-6844. Uh, Luke Del Tredici, thanks so much for being here. What Thank you guys so much. Thanks for being here. Um, thanks for making time for us. Yeah. Really Is there anything it. you'd like to say big, about big our, our, day. Uh, our, our uh, uh, AI issue that we talked about <laughs> That'd be a good thing for you to comment <laughs> on. Also, like, if it's weird, if I don't have Mitch over at my home, if that's weird. <laughs> and then also, if you have any sort of, like, pitch on the the, the titties joke that Mitch was going to make, <laughs> this will be a good thing to throw out there. <laughs> I just feel like the problem with the AI bit is <laughs> your commitment to workers would feel, and your apology would feel more genuine if we hadn't had the joke earlier where you refused the minuscule bite of brownie. Yeah. You didn't want it going. Right. Yeah. It shared with not, you know. To, our, to the people who work for <laughs> us. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And it, I, to me, it sort of makes the whole thing feel more fraught. Yeah. No, you're right. No, that's fair. And it also does suck when, like, I mean, like, that, like, uh, when you're like you know when your boss is like do this thing but I, we don't think of it I mean like I we we've said this before and I think we mean it genuinely we think of Emma as our boss <laughs> yes <laughs> we're scared of we're scared of getting in trouble that's right. it's honestly how all employee employer op, like relationships should work people yeah. should be scared of their workforce I agree yeah they 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 could they could destroy us if they wanted to. It's true. Uh, we, you know, if we go off, you know, when an episode ends, you and I just talk politics for like thirty minutes. <laughs> Emma records it all. So yeah, it's really up to me to keep you from getting canceled. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, it was an honor to have you. I wish that we I, had you. People should check out Killing yeah, It. Right. And uh, anything you'd like to plug? One of the funniest, no, I mean, one of the funniest shows of the of the last couple of years. The truth, the, funny the weird truth. show that's Thanks, on guys. Peacock. People yeah, yeah play both seasons on Peacock. It's I it's love great. it to be watched. There you go. Thanks, guys. It. Yeah. And uh, until sorry ne- about everything else. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> and thanks, thanks for introducing us to Goop. Yeah. What a treat this was. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And until next time, for the Spoonman, Mike Mitchell. I'm Nick Weiger. Happy eating. Yeah. And we throw it now to our ad, Chad Killian. Wow.
Killing the Ad Chad here, reminding you always that Doughboys is produced by Emma Erdbrink, associate produced by Amelia Marino, engineered by Casey Donahue, and video edited by Mike Dorfman. Want to watch the episode? Subscribe to our YouTube channel, Doughboys Podcast. Doughboys t-shirts, hats, and more are available exclusively from Kinship Goods via birdfuck.com. Coming up next on the Doughboys Double, Mort Burke, a.k.a. Fork Burp, joins in the run-up to the big game for our own bowl, the Doughboys Bread Bowl. Which savory soups taste best in baked bins? Get the Doughboys Double every Tuesday, plus the entire pre-headgum back catalog, only on patreon.com slash doughboys. And to all my self-identifying Chads and Stacys, stay tasty. Sources for the intro are in the episode description. That was a headgum podcast.